on time to talk sports with raw mind. Game day, who plays with updates of all kinds? From press box to sideline, who got cut, who got signed? Who's clutch when it's crunch time? The starting lineup or the pine? These athletes compete, some without even trying. You want a championship, you gotta grind. When them bright lights shine, and this game go nine, they gon' cover the story not quite like Ryan. Exclusive interviews, dudes plug like Mike Line. He's got the inside scoop of why, who got fine? Prime. Time. Got the game statistics. I could say if you wasn't at the game, you missed it. But now raw mind sports covers the distance. Front row, that's close like a coach's assistant. You wanna be in the know? Eyes open and listen. This is raw mind sports. Another edition. This episode is sponsored today by Call First Class Life Insurance, where we specialize in leaving dollars and not debt for your family. We offer whole life policies with low prices that won't change. Call 704-650-8317 to schedule a consultation. They are licensed in North Carolina, Virginia, South Carolina, Georgia, and Ohio. And use the promo code RAWMIND. Yeah, I said it. Use a promo code RAWMIND, and they will gladly assist you. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of Raw Mind Sports. I'm your host, Ryan Jones. And today I got my guy, Rashawn Buchanan, man, the host of – it went away on me. <laughs> the host of Missing the Point. And, and I'll let you say the other one. Yeah, and, and, and that that's my sport. So so just just clarify because I want nobody that listens to get upset that do the show. So I am a co-host for missing the point. I am the I, yeah. I am a host for uh that's my sport. So I don't I don't want no smoke early on. But now nah, like it, it, yeah, it's a blessing to be on two shows. It's a blessing to be uh on here, man. You know, like I said you're doing some good things, you know, we're trying to do some good things. So uh it, it was cool that we were able to finally finally to collab. Man, first and foremost, I'm just honored to be on the show, man, with you guys, man. Even though it is Raw Mind Sports, it's always an honor to meet somebody differently from different areas who's doing amazing, amazing things in the sports world, doing a lot of things great in that world. So <clears throat> I guess we'll get started. But first of all, we get started, I'm going to shout out my sponsor, Brandy's North Carolina. Have you ever tried Brandy's Food Truck? Based out of Eastern North Carolina, these truckers have it all. Her homemade dough. And sauce, pizza, stramboli, cheesesteaks, chicken subs, and more. They cater anything from birthday parties, office parties, weddings, family dinners, and check family dinners. And check out their website, brandysnc.com. Brandysnc.com. Check out their website again. It's called brandysnc.com. Promo code RAWMIND. That's right. If you use this promo code RAWMIND, you'll get a 5% discount off online orders. Yes, right. I said it. You get a 5% discount off of online orders by using the promo code RAWMIND. And with that being said, also follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So, Ray, Ray, first and foremost, how you doing, man? Let the viewers know where you're from, man, and how's life before we even get into these sports topics, man. Oh, man, I'm good. So, uh, for those who have not met me, um, you know, because this is a whole new audience for me, but I'm Rayshawn Buchanan. I am from Boston, Massachusetts. So, you know, 617 is in the building. Always glad to represent that, that city and, and state. Um, yeah, I'm, I've, I've been good. You know, obviously, you know, the, the pandemic has hit everyone in, in a crazy way over the last mm -hmm. year. Like, it's, it's crazy to me that we're about to, you know, be on the year uh, anniversary of when everyone, sh everything shut down uh, here in the United States. So, 
you know, uh, luckily I've been in the job, like I, I'm, I'm an educator. So, you know, I teach eighth grade math. So nice. I've been able, yeah, I've been able to do. Are you teaching able, handle that money? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> while, while, while I'm still making that money, you feel me? So, it's just, <laughs> you know, so that that to me has been the the best part, man. Um, you know, because I know there's so many that's been wondering when their next check is going to come. Right. And you know, so I'm I'm just I'm forever grateful and thankful to the man above that, you know, I have not had to worry about when the next check was going to come from, uh, or even worry about where my next meal was going to come from. So I'm 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 super grateful for that. Man, indeed. I'm grateful that you're here on the show again. So let's get the ball started, man. I know All-Star Weekend, NBA All-Star Weekend. I'm going to ask you now, Ray Buchanan of That's My Sports. Um, should they had the All-Star Weekend regardless, or should they have did something else? We're already going through a lot with the season. So I'm going to hit you with those nines, man, before we even jump into any more NBA topics. So the floor is yours. So I, I, I think they should have had it. Like, I, I don't. You know, I have to say that once again, the, the players were okay with this. The Players Association right, right, right. signed off on this, right? So it's not like, well, we didn't want it. And I know LeBron came off saying he didn't want it. Giannis talked about how they how he was against it. Now, do I think they should have had it during this time, which is, you know, March 5th and March 10th? No, right. because if you promised the players that she was going to give them the five days off, then you should have stuck by your word. However, um, I do love the cause that they were, they, they were playing for last night, which is to make sure the HBCUs, uh, were you know were supported right and you right, know a lot, right. of, a lot of money went to HBCUs last night so that was awesome however the only change I would have made well there's two changes one was that that damn dunk contest we would have changed that but we're gonna chat in a few in a second <laughs> uh <laughs> but also, also what I would have changed too is that you know since you promised them just time off maybe just have it after the season like how the NFL does it with the Pro Bowl right like do it do it like that or how they used to yeah. do that I should say do it do it do it for this year do it after the year after the finals have some guys come down there play have the dunk contest things of that nature and do it like that only for this season only because you promised them that but I mean you know that that's the only thing I would have changed on it though yeah I, I agree um HBCUs and things like that was was announced and, and loved and for what they rightfully deserve um I, I mean i can't even say no i mean i think they handle everything properly i think you know some people say COVID. you know some people may say injuries it's raw thoughts some people may say that they're just afraid period because of that but i'm gonna tell you now when it comes to injuries that's just we're just gonna throw that out there because we've been running the all-star weekend for years and years injuries right. are always gonna matter so we're not gonna put it in there the real reason is is because the COVID. But I think they handled everything well. Now, I don't think the players were – I think the players were in a great position to not have to worry about anything unless they did something they had no business doing. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what it could have been. And right. I feel like that's that, – you know, but go ahead. Yeah, but the, but the fans uh, pretty much was around, but they couldn't get in the stadium. So they, they would call – I call these fans – Fans of around, like typical people, can't even get to the game, and and you know they can't stay, stay in the room. <laughs> right, right. So they were doing all that anyway. They just went down there just because for the fandom to have fun. You know, I, I get it. So you know, it just wasn't to me like you know you'll still see the same things. A lot of people go to All Star Weekend. Some may get in, some may not. Because some of the players, teams may be higher. I don't know for sure, but I know when you have all those elite players in one arena, I'm pretty sure the Scott. I mean, their value. And the tickets can go up just just for that one game, even though it's just right. just for fun. Right. Compared to just having one player per team, you know, going 
to just going to watch a player. You know, LeBron can always pack the gym. His see his value goes up once he enters whatever team he goes to. His value is all the way up. So like with that, you know, I, I think it was it was okay. I don't I don't look at it as a, a a good or bad thing. Some people look at it like they shouldn't have had it. Some people look at it like, you know, they've been having it. The only thing I'm gonna say that hit me was raw thoughts, and I feel like it was not fair. But we know. That's what it is. And people could debate this or whoever's watching or what, whatever. Um, the only unfair thing I have, because I know you were talking about the dunk contest, but I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna go this this area. I'm gonna go to this door. I'm gonna go to wait. So before 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 you before you get into your next go ahead, point, go ahead. I'm sorry. and so I, I get so I so if I if I can if I can steal a part of the show where you says like you say you got a raw thought, I got a raw thought about what what players were feeling about this weekend, right? right I'm, I'm, I'm I'm gonna say a raw thought was they was mad they couldn't go to Magic City. It was mad. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> they, they, you know, we, we just heard the lemon pepper freestyle from Drake and Ross, you know. So, right. you know, so now they like, damn, I can't get lemon pepper wings from from Magic City. I can't enjoy. Ah! I, I can't. I can't enjoy the adult entertainment. It's a problem. So that that's a real raw thought. That that's the right. that's the problem. They was upset about that. So, uh, you know, don't want to touch that because they like, you know, we don't want to bring that up. But on here, we, like I said, we give it raw thoughts. We're right. gonna, we gonna be. We gonna keep it. We gonna keep it 100 so that that's exactly what was going on but you know i was like i was like go ahead with your point man <laughs> <laughs> that's why i said um like for me like for me that's what i'm saying like on the wrong thought level like just pretty much that's what it was like it's really the entertainment those guys felt like all-star weekends was their week to either wind down be with their families for a second and do things because they're traveling so much during the year so it's that time to have fun like that mindset, I'm gonna also we're gonna have fun for now because I'm I'm about to go into competition mode or war mode again once I get with my my teammates, my teammates that I'm really on the team for that I'm getting paid by contract to be around. So that's a different game. So now you're right, and that's what I was saying too. And that's that raw thought, and you're right. And my raw thought is does it come a point when certain players just don't need to be in contests? Like we know Steph can shoot lights out, he's been doing this for year in, year out. To me, I felt like having Steph in the in the three point contest shootout, regardless. I mean, it was probably good for fans to watch, but the way he shoots the basketball on a raw thought level, I ain't just talking about stats and numbers. Was it really fair to the competition? I mean, everybody shoots good, but nobody shoots like Steph. Like to have right. him in it is like. Even I mean, Clay, Clay would have been alright though. Clay would have been good. Yeah, yeah, him. but you having him like you already know like just about he can shoot from anywhere. You know, he can hit. He and he does this in the game. This ain't just during a three-point contest. This is everyday life with Steph Curry. Like, was it fair to even have him in it, even though he did make it close? Right. <clears throat> but it still wasn't. Like, I'm saying to myself, like, <laughs> even if he won, it's like, right. like we know he's gonna win. Like, regardless, right. you know, he he's we knew who who thought that Steph Curry was gonna lose a three-point contest last night. No, I, I mean that that's that's true. That that's a fair point to make. Like I think that uh <laughs> you know, obviously, you know, when you come in there, he's obviously the overwhelming favorite as he should be. Uh -huh. But you know, to to your to your question that she was asking about, is is it fair uh for certain certain uh athletes to be still competing and stuff like that? But let's let's go back to the eighties, right? You wanted to see Dominique. You want to true, see Jordan, right, you know. You right. want to see you want to see Larry Bird in three point contest. So obviously there was guys like Dale Ellis that could shoot. Um, you know there was guys like you know Seth's father, Dale Curry that could shoot. Right. Um, you know so there, there was guys that could sling it, but you know you still want to see Larry Bird. You want to see MJ. You want to see Dominique. 
Um, obviously, if they had a skills competition, I think they, people would have wanted to see Magic, but obviously Magic wasn't going to be doing a three-point contest. Magic wasn't going to be dunking because obviously, uh, you know, he did he did a lot of his dunking outside of the outside of the court, and right. we, know, we know what I mean by that. So <laughs> that, 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 that's a different kind of raw thought. Yeah, but, uh, right. And look, he is raw thoughts, man. He's raw thoughts. Right. Yeah. He did his Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Showtime. Showtime on the court. This way, that way. Everywhere. But go ahead. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. So I, I just think that, you know, the, the 80s and even the 90s really about, you know, the stars that really wanted to go out there and compete. So, you know, so you've seen a young Kobe Bryant do it. You've seen, like, I mean, to me, I'm, I'm surprised that LeBron never even got into it, right? And I know that's something that he gets a knock on, but it's like, I feel like LeBron kind of ushered in this new wave of like, well, if I don't feel that I'm going to maybe win it or if it's right. not going to help my brand, so to speak, uh, then, I'm, then I'm not going to do it. And, you know, so that's why some guys don't do it. But I, I don't I don't think it's, you know, to me, you should want to go in and be Steph Curry. You should want to be a LeBron James. You want to be yeah. a, a Chris Paul. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's a fair question to ask, but I don't I don't think it's an issue with having the best because, you know, uh, you know, like I said, we're both wrestling fans, but Ric Flair said it best. To be the man, you got to beat the man. So yeah. it's, it's that simple. That's right. And I and in one of my old intros before I had this one over all my sports, it was like to be the best, you got to beat the best. And I always still go by that. To be the yeah. best, you got to beat the best. But at the same time, the best is pretty tough. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. No, that's, that's real though. That's real. <laughs> and that's why I always wanted, like, cause I saw that and then you right, you brought up LeBron. You know, everybody wants to see LeBron in the dunk contest, you know, then you know, LeBron kind of steps away. He's won a few. Michael Jordan was in the dunk contest. Dominique. I mean, LeBron is a is a powerful force. But when I look at dunk dunk contest, do you look at it like I want to see a person that could do a lot in the dunks, windmills, stuff like that? You know, I think LeBron can, but most of his dunks is like just just posing his wheel and going through. You know, Jordan. And Dominique used to have the flashy dunks. Like, those are dunks I think people want to see. I yeah, mean, but Dominique was a power guy, though. To me, he wasn't like someone, you know, he he was coming with the with the two hands. It, it wasn't like, uh, now, he could do it from a very far distance. So, that's why it was like, right, damn, right. like, if I, you could see him do it at that tomahawk dam or, you know, um, you know, <laughs> it's, uh, there's a guy that maybe the old school heads, real old school heads, probably even before us, um, there was a guy named Bob Lanier who played for Milwaukee. He he know Dominique can get up and 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 yamming on him. He know. Yeah. <laughs> check, check, check the tape. He knows, but yeah. no, I, mean, I I think that it, it would have forced him to be creative, right? And you know, obviously, I mean, we know, I mean, we've seen LeBron be flashy when it comes to passing and doing some other stuff. So I, right. I think that it would have put it would have pushed his creativity, and we could have saw something crazy. Um, I mean, people want Zion to do it, and Zion is, you know, you know, people say he's out of shape, and it's just like, nah, like, you know, he's he's just like I say, he's bulky. I hope he doesn't turn into Booger McFarland uh, of ESPN. Uh, I, hope he turn, I hope he doesn't turn into him. But okay. at the same time, it's just like, I, to me, I, I just think that it would it would have forced his creativity. So it would have been cool to see. I don't know if he would have won because obviously I don't know if you can do the stuff that J.R. Smith was doing back then, or you know, Josh Smith or Nate Robinson at five nine. Right, so, right, right. Um, even I mean, hell, Dwight Howard was really put together too. But you know, we we saw him put together one of the best slam dunk contests, really two, two years in a row. So I mean, I I, I don't know. It's, it's it's hard to 
it's hard to to uh to to tell but i like that i do think we would have it would have pushed his creativity but i said we'll never know because he damn sure ain't doing it in year 18 so that's not happening so yeah and i'm glad you said that because like yeah I, I that's what i was sitting there thinking about too and year 18 is like look i'm trying to just get enough to get my championships i ain't doing right. that extra it's logic like look i'm in year 18 i got some championships to catch up too it's about logic so like how do you feel about this NBA and the NBA of back in the day? Now, we, we get on to raw thought topics here because everybody always keeps talking about the old NBA was tough, it was physical. Then we have this NBA that is, uh, um, you know, very finesse and quick. But I feel like this NBA, first of all, I'm going to let you go ahead first before I get my raw thoughts. You go ahead. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, we're, we're probably kind of on the same wavelength. Like, I think – you know, KG said it best, right? Because so KG obviously played in the '90s, played into the the 2000s, even a little bit of the 2010s. Um, this era by far is more skilled. So I mean, let's let's I mean, come on, let's let's not let's not say things <laughs> that we may not mean. That's something we say on on our show. Let's not say things we don't mean, right? So that that's that's ridiculous. This era is more skilled. <laughs> Steph 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 Curry would be putting guys in presso knots like from the 90s like like in in, because i I remember people got just got mad when uh phil jackson had uh compared you know mahmoud abdul raruf to uh steph curry but if you look at the tape he he was he was doing stuff like steph curry but he he just steph curry took what he did and took it up really three four five right you know six six notches but no i mean there's a few guys athletically i think that could have played in any era like lebron's one of them um you know, I know you down in North Carolina, Larry Johnson, you know, could have played in any era. Um, people forget how athletic Larry Johnson was before he got injured when he was in Charlotte in, in, in his New York days. Right, so, right, right. you know, um, you know, so that's that. But I, I do think that this 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 era is definitely more skilled. Um, but I mean, far as like the flopping and some other that's going on, like that that's the part I can do without. Like I, I do I'm not saying you gotta go out there and clothesline and do it. I'm that's not what I'm saying. So yeah, no, right, right, right. I'm, I'm you know another new head oh that's crazy. You wanted to be like Bill Lambert. No, I'm not saying you gotta go out there and clothesline and do but yo if if someone is, is scoring three or four times in a row on you, at some point some some gotta give. Right, right. Like right. Either, I'm gonna give you a little elbow I might give you a little trip. You know what I'm saying? They trying, they trying to hurt you. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm, 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 I'm going to let you know in that moment, like, yo, like, you're scoring too much. Right. You're scoring way too much. So that, that that's to me. But like I said, I mean, it's it's hard to compare areas. I mean, like we always have this conversation, but I do think this era is more skilled. But I do think we are lacking some of the physicality and the mental toughness that we saw in the 90s and the 80s and even before then. Right. And that's what I was going to go with, like, I don't think I by far this area is truly much more skilled. Yeah. Everybody talks about the physicality. Like it does come a time where like you ain't got to trip or hurt not I'm not not trip, but kill anyone or or put them on the stretcher. But I mean, yeah, when it's kind of school, that's just the level of competition. That's like the pride back then. So I get that part. But at the same time, I'm like, these guys can do so much. Like you said, Steph, these guys shooting from from damn near half court. Like them guys was hitting you when you went to the basket. They won't punching you out there. And that's the thing that people, if people know basketball and, and logic, if a person is pulling from half court, that you don't really have no time to swing or try to stop them from shooting. Now, if you if you out there in front of the referee right then, I'm just saying right then, blatantly in front of the referee and at the center court, you can see everything, that floor, pretty much, that part of the floor is pretty much wide open for you to do whatever. So for you to say you can hit somebody or bump somebody or try to trip somebody from half court, that's blatant. Like, they're going to see that. <clears throat> 
no matter what area you in, they gonna call that foul. Now, if you at the rim, you can miss some, see some, because so many people congested down there. So you may sometimes when a person, you know, if you're a good defender, if you're a good team that's defensive, if your man get beat, everybody gonna collapse the help. So you really can't see everything. So something can go down, you know, a hit, a belt, elbow, something like that. But you out in the middle of the court, that ain't happening. So. I'm saying these guys pulling from half court and stuff. You know, my man Dominique played. He from North Carolina. I'm born and raised in North Carolina from where I met. So Dominique Wilkins. I mean, on a level of saying, you know, those guys, maybe he can do it. But when you saying skill, these guys, they got big men. They can shoot the ball now. They can shoot the three. They can put the ball on the floor. They can do everything. So now this is my next one where I'm going to with you, Rachel. You know, everybody's skilled. These guys taking a lot of high percentage shots. People keep saying that they, they don't call. They call a lot of fouls and stuff. You out there shooting a lot of jumpers against the rim. I, I mean, they may do call, but at the same time, it's just truly skilled. But now back to what I was saying right there. With that being said, and I'm going to say this in raw thoughts. Is you ready for this? I'm ready. I, I, I hope you are. Because <laughs> now we're going to go to this this question here where everybody always talks about, which I, I think he can play in both eras. But I'm going to let you answer it. Michael Jordan. Everybody keep talking about Michael Jordan was so amazing and he was scoring everything. Was that era that I, the, the shooting guards of that era were nowhere near the, the guards of, of now or the players of now? Do you think he played in the better era? Or it was just he was blessing that play against guys that were I mean, well, let's, let's let's go down the list of some guys. So we're saying at the oh. two guard when he when he was there. So you got you got Mitch Richmond, you got Reggie Miller. You got uh, – I'm trying to think of some other guys at that time. I um, guys who guard. He's 6'6", six, six, Mitch Richmond too small. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Mitch Richmond was out here giving people buckets, though. We I know, know that. No question. I'm saying so, I got so, about like, he, 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 he would be a problem today. But Jordan uh, – like, are you asking, like, who would stop him today, you mean? Correct. I'm talking, about, no, I'm talking about as in back then. When you look at back then, who could stop him? Then you ask these players, these other guards that's in this era, could they score on these guards he had? I mean, people that was guarding him – was no match. As I'm, am I, I'm not going to say anybody can stop Jordan, but no, I no, no one guard him now though. Who, who gonna guard him now? Only, pre, only person I can think of now that was a good defender back in the day from from then. Now, Ronald Test could probably done it back then. I'm just naming people. I'm naming Draymond Green. I'm talking about guys who can really his size and length. So okay, so Ron Ron Test. Okay, I, I I can I can go or Metal World Peace, whatever he's going by now. Yeah. Like I, I I can I can go with that, but I'm like. Like, cause I mean, Artez used to just do wild stuff. So he's he's pulling down Paul Pierce's shorts. You know, he's going to the stands, obviously swinging on folks. So yeah, like he he Ron Artez would have been where Vernon Maxwell was, or he was, because Vernon Maxwell played in the nineties, played in Houston. Um, you know, he he was they called him Mad Max. He was someone that was kind of like you know rough and rugged. You know, would swing on you if uh right right, you know, right. If, if, if if need be. So you know, that's really only one of the few guys that had success against Mike uh back back then. But I mean, yeah, outside of Ronald says, but Draymond Green too too slow. I'm sorry. Like he he could he could guard a Kevin Love because Kevin Love mentally was that's why he's in his ear. Like man, you ain't nothing. You trash. You this. So right there, and we know unfortunately, you know Kevin Love had those issues with with the mental right, health right, stuff. Right, so right. as soon as you say stuff like that to someone like him, he's out the game. He can't move. He, he can't he can't move his feet. He's not getting no rebounds. He, he he's out the game. So Draymond's a talker, but you go you gonna keep talking to Mike. And he he gonna say I'm he he gonna say I'm I'm. You know, he's like you disrespecting the game, and you in my shoes. Like, how? how what you gonna do when he say that to you? 
Yeah, yeah, you right. you right, Mike. Like <laughs> you you wearing my shoes, and you think you gonna stop? Like, come come on, no way, no so, way. I know, I know you got, I know, I know you named him Mitch Richmond guys. Like, I'm just trying to think of old school players. When I look at it, like some of the matchups he had was like like completely easy. I mean, just, just I mean, Re- him and Reggie went at it. Um, def- I mean, but if you saying defensively, John, maybe John Starks. Um. Because once again, John Starks wasn't someone that's going to get you twenty a night, but could right, he def- right. could he defend his position? Absolutely, um, you know. So I'm, that's that's one guy I think about. Maybe Alvin Robertson, maybe that played in San Antonio for a little while. Um, you know, so you know we're going back in the archives here. So you know, I'm 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 yeah. I'm only I'm only thirty, but I'm a historian of the game. So I, I yeah, watch yeah, a lot yeah, of stuff. yeah, me too. So I get it. So you know what I'm saying? So it's like Alvin Robertson, maybe is someone that that could have been. Uh, someone that 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 guarded him. Um, I mean, if, if he didn't play with him, but his own teammate Scotty Pippen would have been able to guard. Would, I think would be able to guard him. But you know, he he got whatever he wanted. And once again, oh, I mean, oh wow, I can't. We we've been on the whole segment and didn't mention Joe Dumars. Dumars had a good good uh, had a good showing against him. But once again, Jordan rules. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm speaking of that now, and hey, that's why that's my point. Like everybody was in the '80s. Dominated Jordan. Once Jordan got past the 80s, all those guys, when he we went on his reign, I feel like Raw Thoughts, the, the teams that he couldn't beat got old, and it was just time to get an era. A young a young Lakers team would have been in trouble for Jordan. Even with the Detroit Pistons, they got older, it was just that time. You know, in that year where they didn't shake his hand, but you know, they couldn't beat the, on the Pistons at a younger age. The Boston Celtics, when Jordan got there, swept them clean when they were young. All them guys, when he beat these guys, these guys are pretty much on their way out the door. Now, I also say is, another thing is, like, I think the guards of today are better than the guards of back then, overall. Because I'm looking at guards who really score, which puts me into another perspective. Jordan had to do more. He had to play harder, not harder, but excuse me, more defense. I mean, when you got a guy like Steph Curry shooting half court, you got to play against. There ain't nobody shooting back. I like Benny Johnson. I like guys who can shoot, but somebody like Steph, Dane, guys like that. Even KD, if he had to come down and guard those guys, he's six, 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 seven. Michael Jordan. So Michael Jordan played the two. So I'm saying like guards like that, who you know was just that deadly once you walked on the court. Now Magic and Bird, them guys were tough because of who they were. You know they had an overall skill. But when you talking about guys like that, they could shoot the ball. That way, it make you think like, could Jordan ever play? Not I know he could play, but I'm saying like he would have had more. His energy would have been really on trying to stop these guys even more compared to those guys. Those yeah, but th- th- but I, that's that's true. But think of it on, on the on the flip side, right? Imagine if he's he's jumping around you, over you, you know, he, he's hitting the fadeaway on you, and then because granted, if he's playing in this era, now you have to shoot like everybody else. So yeah. imagine you seeing you Jordan pulling up. Yeah, pull, yeah, yeah, you yeah, imagine seeing him pulling up for forty. Yeah. He was like. Dog, like there's there's nothing I can do. <laughs> like people talk about Steph Curry, but I'm like Steph Curry's not gonna blow by you and yam on you. No, like, no, 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 he's not. Literally, like, and, and this this is why people feel so crazy about LeBron, right? Because obviously LeBron's two two or three inches taller, about forty pounds heavier. Um, there was a game I think this is during his first stint in Cleveland when he scored like sixteen points in like two minutes, and he was saying threes from like. 35, 40 feet. Right. And it was just like, it, 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 that's the, it was like one of those moments where it was like, yo, like what? 
if he's gonna blow by me, dunk on me. If it's, if I'm gonna put him in the post, he hits the fadeaway, and then now he's hitting from he's hitting from the parking lot. What can I do? So I can only imagine had Jordan playing this era, and it was like, okay, I'm gonna learn to get, I'm gonna learn to step out a few feet further, step out a few feet further, and he's hitting from forty. <laughs> you know, to me, it's just it's, it's crazy. It's crazy, I don't man. Know who this is? But they said we seen his. That's what I was gonna go to, and the guy pretty much said it right here in the comments. I don't know who it is. It's just blank. Yeah. But I was gonna tell you, uh, that's where I was going at, Kobe. That's, yeah. the, that's the that's the one I think that we were talking about guarding like definitely Kobe I think could guard him you know but people say he got the same Kobe got his game from Jordan it's the same game for so sure for been sure like, it'd have been like you know yeah, that's that's a fact though that's not that's not opinion right. folks be like oh no Kobe is the remix and that's okay right, it's right. okay to say that Kobe fans it's okay like we we understand Kobe's your guy and Kobe's right. your MJ I I get that. But he's not the original. He's not the OG. Right, right, it's, right, right. It's, 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 it's number twenty-three from Chicago, you know, or from North Carolina. They used to say in the introduction, like that—that's the guy. So right. it's, it's like, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, Kobe. Once again, that was also older Mike. I'm not sure if Kobe. Once again, Kobe would have went at young Mike. But I mean, what young Mike was doing in this league, scoring, you know, thirty-six and thirty-seven. Oh, actually, it was it was my co-host. Uh, he was he was the one that that commented. He's watching the show. He just texted me, so that's oh, what's yeah. up. But uh, okay, so he was saying he's seen Kobe do. It. Okay, so I mean, yeah, I mean, we saw Kobe do it to your Rockets too, because he's a Rockets fan. Kobe did it to your Rockets, Aaron. So you know, let's <laughs> we could talk about that. But yeah, the mic, the, the, the mic God, I got you. So yeah, yeah so anyway, I, I, but yeah, so what I'm also saying is that you know I'm looking at the teams, the teams that Michael Jordan had. Could those teams beat? Like a team like Golden State with KD and them guys. Which 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 team though? Which That's one? What I said, um, that I want to say. All right, the team I, I put. I ain't even gonna talk about the first the first three championships. I'm gonna talk about. I'm gonna go to the team with Tony Kukoc, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman. Not the not the first three. We had Bill Cartwright and all the, with the big man, and he had Ryan Harper instead of B.J. Armstrong. But if you want to decide or decipher between the two, you just give me your 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 opinion on. The first three championships he won, could they beat the on go to state wars and also the second three championships he's won? So to and me, I'm gonna go ahead and get through, but go ahead and conclude it. No, his 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 first three teams were more designed to be the go to state now than the later teams, right? And the reason why I said it, yes, they had Steve Kerr, but those 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 earlier teams had Craig Hodges. It had BJ Armstrong. So you had guys that could shoot the three, right? So mm -hmm. um you know, you had a younger Pippen who, once he became an all-star, was able to defend at a high level. Horace Grant was a hell of a defender. Obviously, Cartwright, as a as an offensive player, was a you know was a liability, but or well, especially by that time, anyways, because he, he had been in the league for a while. But I I just think that you know his, his earlier teams were more designed; they were better defensively. So I think those yeah. teams would have been better. Um, Defensive what era? Because everybody always like to critique that this era calls too many fouls, yada yada, and that yada. So you also got to throw that in there. But go ahead, I just want to throw yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I, I, that's that's true. That's true. I, I I do think, but I just just defensively, I do think that the teams he had the first three and in the, in the first three Pete would have been better suited to play today. I mean, obviously, you know, when you get into Kukos, you get into Longley, you know, moving into a European type style. Then yes, those teams would have been more. They were more finessed by then. Those, those early teams were more rough and rugged, right? Mm -hmm. um, but, I mean, obviously, Kukos should have been perfect for the modern-day game. Um, 
you know, obviously Luke Longley was the first Andrew Bogut, so he, he would he would have been he'd have been more uh you know ready for the game. But yeah, I mean to me to me it, 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 to me it's, it's the first three teams. Like I I'll take the I'll take the first three P team over the second. Even though I know that those other teams had better records, but I just feel like younger MJ, they was hungrier. They they would shut you down. Mike scoring forty one in the finals against so Phoenix. Saying, like, I'll take that. Could beat the go to state warriors of, of no, I, I don't think they, they would have beat them. I think they would have gave it more of a shot. I got you, I got you. That's you know, I'm... my my thing is once again, like you said, uh, BJ Armstrong, as as good of a role player as he was, you know, what do you once again, what do you do? I mean, granted, I don't know what, like I said, we don't know what Eric you're gonna do, but once again, what are you doing if someone's playing from 30 feet? What are you doing, right? What are you That's doing? Say, like... I, I, you had a hand check from half court, really? Like, you can't, you can't. Like, what can you do with that? You know what I'm saying? Right, right, so, right. Wow. <laughs> and that's so what I'm saying, like, on the raw thoughts level on that. Like, I'm looking at it now, like, you got Jordan Scotty. But now you got guys who can handle the basketball so well and shoot the ball well with KD Clay. So Jordan got to pick one of those matches, matchups. Then you got Draymond or, or – no, I'm not, excuse me. Then Scotty got to pick another one. And then everybody else, from what you just said, got to play out, out. KD pulling people out of the lane to shoot the shot. Like, and you and you're right. Like, it's it's gonna be difficult to beat a team that can really beat you from the outside or can take you off the dribble. Now they take you off the dribble. Oh, Scott, Scotty gotta be on KD though. You got you, you gotta yeah. put Scotty on KD. You can't now you got so so now you go where you go with Jordan, Steph or, or Clay. And I think I, you I, said, I, 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 I put him on Clay. I'm about to say, well, and then there you there you have it. I see, and I ain't gonna lie, I hate to say it. Steph Curry going for sixty. Oh well, yeah, but I mean, be, 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 once again, but, <laughs> facts. But I mean, BJ Armstrong. I mean, what? Once again, what are you doing? Once again, very good role player. You know, three time champ. I, I get it, but it's like, bro, like what? And and I'm sure BJ Armstrong knows this too. He knows. He and he saw young Steph. He was down there in Charlotte with his father. He knows. He he know he knows he knows what was he knew what was coming. Yeah. So if, if he played in today's era, once again, Steph. Yeah, like you said, Steph giving sixty. You know, early, real early, and it's and like it's, it's gonna get ugly quick. <laughs> and that's why I was sitting there thinking about like Jordan. I know back then it was championships, but these teams like that, that go to state Warriors were loaded. That loaded now, it's almost like okay, do you get enough help, or even if, even if Jordan can score fifty to sixty, do you get enough help from your supporting cast? What if you go down for a little? You know, you and Scotty could give those consistent. You know, you and Scotty be consistent at the scoring. You know, you may get a consistent day out of uh, ain't talking about curve BJ. Or the other guys caught right in them, but like Tony Kukoc even came to the team later in the other championships he had. But I'm saying like on that level, like you got, you I mean you got to be extremely consistent to beat them. Like them guys, you had to almost play the whole game with Jordan or Scotty in the game. Like with with Golden State, they can sit Katie down for a little bit. They can sit Clay down for a little bit. They can sit Steph Curry down for a little bit and still rotate it out. But like you just rotating Jordan or Scotty. That's a whole game. So I'm looking at endurance. I'm looking at they know they got to stop these guys. I can see Jordan cussing these guys out because even though he's doing his part, not right. probably going to do his part, but you still got other guys who can really score the basketball. And I think, like, in that era, I just feel like this era has much more, like you were saying, much more skilled people, much more skilled guards. Now, mm -hmm. back then in that era, I just felt like, and it, and, it, and it may be this, it may come down to what era you play in and what your era requires of you. But, yeah. like, in this era, I just feel like, man, you got to be skilled. And if it's that area, it's this area, you're saying, okay. You know, most of the time, you had guards that could score. There were point guards that were really good scores. But, you know, most of the time, man, 
a point guard back in the day was a facilitator. You know, he'll yeah. take the shot with the deepest giver. Point guards today are just like scoring guards. They like shooting guards now. They all they can take the first shot coming down the court. You know, that's we got a lot of guys that do that now. So you know, you got guards that really right. That that's that's what made that's what made Zeke so dynamic, right? Because right. you know he played he played in the eighties and nineties, but he was a scoring If you needed twenty five, he gets you twenty five. You needed him to get you fifteen assists. He was going to do that, right? Right. Um. You know, but also, but once again, when you're passing out to you know to Dumars, you're passing out to Lambert, who Lambert was one of the first stretch. Stretch big men, right? So yeah, that, yeah. That, that time it wasn't it was an anomaly. Now, but now it's just something that you are expecting, right? But that right. that's that's but like you said, it's, it's what the error required. Like you had to be back to the basket. So whether it was Mark Eaton, you know Charles Barkley, even though Charles Barkley hit a fifteen footer, but he was back to the basket. Mm-hmm. You know Karl Malone back to the basket. Um, you know, so th- that that's just what it was. Hakeem Olajuwon back to the basket. Right. You know, uh, even someone is. I mean, he, he wasn't a big time scorer, but even someone like like a Rick Smith, Rick Smith's. Um, you know, back to the basket. So that that's just what it was. They they would tell you, and you know this because we, we we grew up in this era too. Get your ass on the block. You're not. Yeah. You, what you what you what you doing shooting fifteen? What you doing? Right. right. Get, get your ass on the block. <laughs> we, we gonna we gonna we gonna pass it down to you, and we we we'll just we'll see what happens. But yeah, um, that's just what it was like to me. Like I say in that era, it was it was Lambeer, and then Jack Sigma who played in Seattle and played in Milwaukee. Yeah. Those are the only two guys that really I did I think of that was like oh I'm mean, well later on like you know Sabonis can shoot, but he was that was yeah, later on. Sabonis amazing. Yeah, Sabonis can shoot it. Um, obviously, you know, Dirk took, you know, he, he took the pedestal from, from Bird and, and did his right. thing. So, you know, so obviously it just became a thing. Once the European game became right. more incorporated in the NBA, that's when you saw like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> this guy, Dirk from Germany, can shoot the lights out. Oh, we right. got to get a we got to get a guy like that. You know what I'm saying? So right. not just taking a shot in the dark thinking it's going to work, but knowing like, okay, if if we want if we want to take guys out the paint, we got to get a guy that can shoot like that. So that's when the KGs come in, the Rasheed Wallaces came in, um, the Chris Webbers came in. You know, so the the game the game has just changed. And you know, once once you saw guys that can handle the ball like you know six ten six eleven that can handle it like a guard, it right. was over. He was like, you got to be able to do that. No, you're right, and that's why I was saying that thing about with Zeke. Like he did create that score first guard. Then it was Sam Cassell after. Then you know with right, you know, so right yeah. as you said, pretty much was in that lane. Now we play like that all the time. So that's what has me um thinking about those eras and, and, and things that they could do, man. Like just seeing certain guards in that era that can do those things and, and, and accommodate it was unreal. And the thing that I always try to say, man, I hate the, the Jordan and um um LeBron comparison, man, because they both got different styles of play. Of play. You know, LeBron is an incredible uh, 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 stat stuffer and is well-deserving of a stat stuffer. He has more of a magic game, but he just really can score completely a lot better than Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson was good, but he won't LeBron's statue of a scorer. Right. He, he, right. he won't on this level. But right. that's what I look at, man. And people got to understand, but like Mike's job, honestly, was a lot easier in a way, although he was the greatest. Ever. And here's what I'm saying on that. Because Mike was only – he had to be the, the score. He had to score. All they need him to score. They need Jordan to bring the ball to the court, get people, everybody involved. If he, I ain't saying he didn't. But I'm saying you didn't need him to do that, like to get the, to get people involved. You didn't need him to – of course, he guarded the best player in his position. But what if it's the best player that's in a different position? You didn't need that. You just needed Jordan to play defense, saw defense, and carry the team on his shoulders from a scoring perspective. 
LeBron, you might have to have LeBron play all five positions to figure out what's going on. LeBron got to be the scorer. He got to be the rebounder. He got to be the facilitator. All that. Everything he's went to, even though he loses the championship, everybody always put this mark on him because he's not clutch. He don't take the last shot. LeBron does a lot in the, in the entire game. LeBron is a make-the-basketball-play type of guy, not I'm just going to just take the shot type of guy, even if I'm double-team. LeBron has a lot of time frames where he does. Now, don't get it twisted by him being – I, the only thing I say, man, is us as fans, man, it's an expectation level. So when LeBron loses, nobody thinks about the rest of the players. They say, LeBron, you should have took that shot because right. you are the best in the game, and I don't care if you got five people on, you're supposed to take that shot. People say Jordan would have took that well, shot. That, 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 that's of, but that's because of Kobe and Jordan, right? Like, right. it didn't matter who was on them. They were going to shoot shoot, shoot the ball. Um, But imagine, imagine they made the right play. But even, but even people, people once again, I, and I, I hate when that's always brought up because it, it's brought up like it's a negative, right? right? Um, and I tell people, did did Jordan not pass the John Paxson? Yeah, right. Did, 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 did Paxson not hit that three against Phoenix? Right. Did Steve Kerr not hit that shot against the Utah Jazz? Right. He's on the saying, "Hey, Mike, if, if they if they W, I'd be ready." Like it's a team game. Like it it, right. it, has, it has to happen. Like you cannot just say, "Well, just, just, now." I understand you want your guy to have the mentality to take that shot, but you know, because I'm, I'm like I said, I'm from Boston. I'm a Celtics fan. Now, for those that saying LeBron's oh, not close, okay. yeah, as a Celtics fan, yeah. So, um, and actually, I, I can openly say this because you know, people, you know, sometimes put me as a LeBron apologist at times, especially on the show that I'm on, um, and, and, and that's okay. I, I'll, I'll take that. Uh, I'll take that title. But I, I think that his his mindset changed in Game Six and of the 2012 Conference Finals, right? Um, which to me is the best game he ever played outside of what he did against Detroit uh, a few years before. Yeah, so to come into Boston, you know, you score 45, 15, and 5, and, you know, just say, hey, if I go down, I'm going down swinging. And I, and that's what I'm saying. So that's what people would have been, had been clamoring or still clamoring from him at times. It's like, look, if if you're going to go down, just go down swinging. It's okay. Right. You can right. you can lose, but it's, it's it's how you go down losing. That's why people. That's why AI is respected. Uh, that's why people like Reggie Miller is respected. Like go go down swinging. You can't go down where it's like, well, I had to pass it to Kyle Corver. Like think, <laughs> but think think about it, even even in game one a couple years ago, right? Um, the twenty eighteen finals, right? Uh, passing to Jared Smith or passing it to it's like I'm, I'm not. No one's else getting the ball. I'm not passing. I'm not passing it to Nance. I'm not passing it to Kevin Love. I'm not passing it to nobody. It's get out the way. I just scored fifty-one already. I'm. I'm. Listen. I'm. I'm done. I'm. I'm shooting it. Whatever happens, just happens. I'm not passing it to nobody. So that that's the mentality at times. I feel like he needs to have. But once again, you're not gonna teach an old dog new tricks. And listen, he's in gear eighteen. Right, so right, right. he's he's always gonna make the right pass. Whether it's the KCP to Caruso. Uh, you know, it could be the Jared Dudley. Jared Dudley's open. He's passing it to him. That's wild to me. As someone, I mean, like, you know, Jared Dudley is someone that, you know, can hit a game-winning shot. But I'm like, at this stage of his career, but that's what LeBron's going to do. And that's what pisses people off. But that's just, it is what it is. Absolutely. And with that being said, a word from another sponsor, Dashika Bear Realtor. Hey, hi. She needs a favor. Who do you know buying or selling real estate right now? Have them call her. She can really help. And, yeah, it doesn't matter what state you're in. That realtor helping you with your dream home and with credit restoration on the path to buying your dream home. One-stop shop. Give her a call. Dashika Realty. 317-566-4314. 317-566-4314. Use the promo code RAWMIND. 
That's right. I said it. Use the promo code RAWMIND. So speaking of the Boston Celtics and Brooklyn and all the other teams in the Eastern Conference, to me, maybe I'm looking at it wrong. One team can lose a game, can be out the playoffs. Another team can actually win a game and can be back in the playoff hunt. Like the records are so much similar in some wet way. But how do you feel about your Boston Celtics since we're going to talk about that and, and what they're going through with Brad Stevens? I've been waiting all show to use this line. <laughs> it's, 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 getting, it's, it's getting spooky. <laughs> yeah, it's it's getting it's getting spooky, dog. Like I'm 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 hurt. I'm hurt. Like so, I mean, we're, we're nineteen. We're, we're, we're nineteen and seventeen. Yes, I mean we're coming off a four game winning streak right now, going into the break. Um, but there's a lot of things that need to get fixed with this team. A lot of fans. A lot of fans. Uh, a lot of the the local media up here are, and even national media, um, are now calling for Brad Stevens' head. Um, he's no longer the boy genius or the boy wonder in a lot of people's eyes, and they're clamoring for him and for Danny Ainge to finally do something. Um, now, obviously, there's been moves that have made. Obviously, they brought Kyrie here. They they traded for it. Um, but I tell people all the time, in this in this city, you're expected to win. Or at least be in contention to win all the time. So this, 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 this is not this is not an Oklahoma City. Uh, no offense, this is not a Charlotte Hornets. I'm just saying, like you're not right, right, not, right, right. You know, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like you're not. You're, it's not. You know, they're the 17 time world champions. Like this is not something where it's like, well, maybe, you know, if we could win 45 games, that'd be cool. It's like no. There's a reason why they only hang championship banners in that arena. They hang. They got all the seventeen banners from the Celtics, and they have all the seven banners uh, from the Boston Bruins. So, um, you know, but like, I, I don't know, man. Like, they they're very they're very inconsistent right now, especially on the defensive end. You know, they, they don't they don't move the ball enough, and you know, a lot of that does tie into the coaching. But at the same time, the coach, especially in basketball, is only going to get you so far give you so many wins right this is not the nfl where a good coach can get you two to three wins just on their coaching strategy mm -hmm. alone right um the right. nbc is, is just too long so now you know things like effort things like you know scheme that's on the coach but you know as far as you know bringing in talent which they which is what they need that's on danny Ainge, and the fact that they're depending on so many first and second year players Really, is is it's pathetic to be honest. And you know, Grant Williams was was showed promise last year, but Grant Williams hasn't done anything. Uh, Carson Edwards had one great preseason game against the Cleveland Cavaliers, and they anointed him. And you know, and well, not they. Can I say we? Because I was on, I was on that bandwagon too. We anointed him uh, to uh. be to be the five nine Larry Bird, but with dreads. And it was just like, yo, like this, this is it's, it's crazy the astronomical pressure that we put on certain athletes as soon as they come to the city and they start to perform because we've been wanting another guy to come and take over uh, really since IT left, right? So that, that's what's been going on. But, no, the, the, the team is definitely struggling, man. Like, they, they just they just have to figure out to be consistent. I do love what I've seen from Robert Williams, a.k.a. Time Lord. He's been awesome. Um, he gives that team something they just don't have, which is someone that, that can uh, basically go over the top of any defender. Um, he's gonna block a shot if it's near him, 
and he he can guard you know two or three positions as well. So, um, but o- overall, I'm definitely not pleased. Uh, like I said, it, it it definitely has gotten spooky. Um, but but, but, but before, but I, I don't like I don't know when this show's gonna come out. But the trade deadline is, is coming on March 25th, and I'm hoping that the next time whether I'm on here or you on the show that I do, like that we're talking about the Celtics actually making a move and something that's gonna actually help them towards contending in not just the east but the actual the whole nba raw thoughts here is it time to get rid of danny Ainge? that's what it sounds like i i this this is the age-old question man and I, i'm like it's it's i mean it's been it's, it's going on 18 years man and it's just like we're we're still we're still holding on to that 08 championship and it's like yo that's great like it's awesome but i'm like remember i mean that at that time he was willing to trade to Al Jefferson, Gerald Green, uh, you know, any any of those young guys that was on there. And it's like, granted, now Al Jefferson is better than any young guy that we have currently um, now. But and also too, people like, well, he traded with his best friend Kevin McHale, and that's why he got the deal done. All right, whatever. Call it what you want. <laughs> McHale, McHale, McHale still had to make the deal. It went through, and they 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 win the championship and and go to another finals. But. Um, I, I think it's time to get rid of him, but I mean, if if you're in the boss, if you're in Boston, if you've been listening to uh, the local radio station, the owner Rick Grossbeck is basically putting Danny and and Brad together as a package deal. Basically, you know, oh, you know, we're you know we're pleased with the job that Danny and Brad are doing, and you know, just giving all this rhetoric that so what you're saying in a you nice know, way in the public in, in, in radio because it's it's a nice thing to say, but you also read between the lines. We're doing a great job with. With, with Brad and Danny, but if we're also doing a bad job, Brad and Danny, they're both going out the door at the same time. time right. Ex- exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So that, so, and I hope that's the deal. Cause I mean, we, we say that, but I, I hope that that's actually the deal. And look, uh, cause I know Brad just got an extension after last season. So it's like, look, either you give him a, t- a roster worthy of actually doing something and worthy of contention or if you say, you know what, we just don't have enough, and then you blow it up and just say, all right, see you later. But you can't blow it up when you have two of the best players, two of the better players that's still 25 or under. Like, and you saw you saw it last night in the All-Star game. Like, they, they both had great showings. Jalen Brown and, and Jason Taylor were, were, were great last night. So they could play with any duo in this league. I'm convinced of that. I said it last year that they would become the next PG and, and Kawhi, and I got laughed at. And I'm like, well, look at the numbers. Look at the numbers. Yes, we get it. I know Kawhi's a champion. Um, but I'm like, we they George Tatum and, and Brown have had the same success as Paul George. Right, right. And they they've they've been to the conference finals actually more times than Paul George. So right. I'm like, what, what what are we talking about? So um it, it's just like to me, they're they're the same type of, of duo. Um they have to get better as playmakers. I have to say that I know they're younger, but they have to get better as playmakers. Um, because that's that next step, right? We talk about being LeBron, we talk about you know, stuff that Chris Paul's doing and some other guys that have been in the league uh, for a long time. It's important to make sure that you make your teammates better. It's not it's not enough to get you 25 and night and think, well, I got mine. It is what it is. No. If I'm going to get my 25, okay, you're going to get your 8 to 10. Uh, if you're someone that gets 15 a game, we're going to make sure you get your 15 to 18 points. Like, you have to make sure everyone eats so everyone can be can, can be successful. That's what it is. Because when, when they have guys for uh, – produce off the bench they're, they're damn they're unbeatable but that doesn't happen every game and that's the problem 
And that always sit there, and I'm kind of confused or baffled a little bit about certain picks. I don't know if that's a Brad Stevens pick or that's a Danny Ain pick. Like Carson Nels played good when he was at uh at, at Purdue. Uh, Purdue. I mean, okay, cool. But it don't mean you're NBA talent. You're still a small guard. Going against and guards at this time, when you're going against elite guys who gonna be around for a while. Steph Curry's healthy Kyrie Irving, Dame Lillard. I mean, Lucas is already in that that profile. We even looking at a, a nice Lamelo ball now. So I'm looking at guys like that. Oh, I ain't Trey Young. You know, Bradley Beal, Westbrook, regardless of what people say about Westbrook, I'm like, those guys are really good. So you can't just be 5'9", and logic think you're just going to dominate and stop these guys. And that's the competition level that you're going at. And that's what I be sitting there saying and stuff. So I'm sitting there on the level like, you know, that's what I'm looking at when you're picking at these pick these draft picks. Do you think that, uh, that those are something that Brad Steven wants? Or is that something that... Uh, you got um Danny Amos because I'm, I'm sitting here looking at these pictures. So like, I, I do I do I do think that um so I'll give you more insight to the team. So it's, it's Mike Zarin, Austin Ainge, who is um Danny Ainge's uh, son, and you know uh, Rich Rich Gotham and Steve Paliuka. So that that's really that's really the team that comes together and talks about what uh, they're going to do in Boston. Now do do I think that they're Brad picks? I do. Um, and I've said this on, on the show that I do a couple of times before, but it's, it's relevant to our conversation here too. And when they drafted Carson Edwards, Grant Williams, Tremont Waters uh, back in 2019, they were looking for a culture change with this team because it was, it was quote unquote so toxic during that 2018, 2019 year with Marcus Morris and Terry Rozier feeling a certain way. And, you know, Kyrie having more, you know, being more, yeah. And then Kyrie being more up and down than my weight mentally. Like it, it was just, it was just crazy. Right. So they were like, okay, we got to get character guys. And so those guys were great character guys, the great locker room guys, but the talent didn't always transition onto the floor. And me and you are taller than Tremont Waters. You know what I'm saying? We're taller than Carson Edwards. So once again, they those guys can shoot and they've shown flashes. Um, but they're not they're not NBA ready at this moment. And, it, and I've talked I've talked about it on different shows about Taco Fall and I've talked about it on Twitter as well. You know, Taco Fall to me right now is a sideshow. Um he's only coming in when you know when they're blowing when when they're blowing out a team or if they're getting blown out. So it's like, yo, now has he made strides since UCF? Absolutely. So I, I want to give credit where it's due. Yeah, but him off it, it, That's the only thing I can think of. Right, but it, yeah, but it's just like if if you can't if you can't give him ten to fifteen minutes a night, you know, for him to get better on the because like I said it's one thing to get better in practice, but I'm like you can't give him ten to fifteen minutes a night to get better on the floor and that should get game. You know, game ready, game situations, like just really work through those mistakes, whether it's offensively or defensively, or even do some things successfully on on both sides of the ball. Like then that then that's a problem. Like I'm at a point now, I want at least ten out of the fifteen guys on the team to be ready to play. Right. Um, you you can't, and this is what any team it's not just the Celtics. You cannot try to build for the future, but also try to win right now. It this is not this is not the NFL. You can't do that. You cannot you cannot have guys waiting in the pipeline. Yeah, so pick speak. a choice. Yeah, you, you got you got you got to be yeah you got to pick a choose you got to pick a choose which one which one you want to be. Uh, get a little biblical. Pick pick this day who you gonna serve? How you gonna serve? You gonna you gonna you, are you looking to win? Are you looking to win or are you looking to build for the future? Like it, it can't it can't be both. Right, right. 
and that's what I was sitting there thinking about because I'm saying to myself in my mind, like, I didn't see y'all always get close, get close, get close. Lost to Miami, yep. Conference Finals, getting close, getting close. Yep. I did you guys for the past two, three years, and it hasn't happened. Now you got another gauntlet in front of you, the Brooklyn Nets, and that's what we're going to right now. As the Brooklyn Nets, now you have to deal with the Brooklyn Nets. Now it seems like this crew, Tatum and Brown, are getting older and older. And each time a, a team comes in their way, it's going to become a time like, yo, they were always there, but they won't there. They were always there. And, it's, and they're getting older. They ain't getting younger. And I know they just started this thing young, but each year is passing by. Time, time yep. is fast. Yep. Time hit us fast. We were young one time. And look at this. <laughs> We're not first. Now, look at this. We probably like, yo. Right, exactly. I ain't expected to be this fast. Right, exactly. You quit and it's undefeated. So right now, that's my thing. Is like, now you got to deal with the Brooklyn team, which everybody probably said can be, didn't play well. I knew they were going to play well. I've been predicting it the whole year. I said myself, I said, look, James Harden said he wanted out of Houston. I said, logically, okay, if he wanted out of Houston, he said he won't win championship, which means he going to sacrifice whatever to help this team win. He didn't win many, multiple scoring titles, MVPs. So if he comes here, it has to be win championship and sacrifice to help the team win if it's given to KD or Kyrie if Kyrie is, you know, in his – you know where he if he's on if he's balanced at the moment. I like to say balanced. So with that being said, so you have to um you know sacrifice. So what it was, I be the point guard. I take whatever the defense give me, but I'll make sure these boys are involved. I knew the whole time. People act like it's so shocking. I'm like, I knew that was happening. The dude say he won't win championship. If he genuinely wanted to win a championship. Sometimes logic comes into play. That means you had to sacrifice. If he didn't want the sacrifice, he'll still be in Houston right now, putting up huge numbers, but still losing. So that was the purpose of him leaving. He always said he loves Houston. He does a lot for Houston off the court. He just want to win. Oh, 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 he definitely done a lot of off the court for Houston. Yeah, sure. good and bad. Good and bad. <laughs> <laughs> My magic city. It's a whole different game that he went to. You know. <laughs> Yeah, baby, he got he yeah, boy, he got he got he got he had his time there in Houston. So right, um, he, he definitely went out there swinging. So shout, shout out to little baby, he went out there swinging for sure. But yeah, that's what I was um actually saying and um discussing too as well, man. Because uh, like I, I I knew that certain things had to be done like a a, a certain way with with James and Mew, and he kept really saying Houston, 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 not Philly. Not not Houston on um, Brooklyn, 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 Brooklyn. Not Philly. He said Brooklyn. So I knew this was gonna come in. I knew this player was gonna be well. I knew Steve Nash. You still got Mike D'Antoni there. Mike D'Antoni, assistant coach. Who knows the um J- um James Harden better than Mike D'Antoni? Mike D'Antoni probably said, Hey, we can put him here, here, here. We ran this, this, boom, boom, boom. We good. So I mean now, you know, Mike D'Antoni, assistant coach, you know, Steve Nash head coach, but he's still there running the show, but from behind the scenes. You know, and Steve Nash was his guard when he was in Phoenix. So, I mean, he knows his system, or they kind of talk about the system or whatever. So, I'm telling you, man, AD going to have to come back. Well, I'm going to tell you that Brooklyn Nets have healthy cutting the, um, cutting the Nets. And I ain't, I ain't, this ain't March Madness. I'm talking about, excuse me, holding the, hosting the, the Tom O'Brien or Tim O'Brien trophy, I want to say. No, the, uh, no, the, uh, the Larry O'Brien, yeah. Larry O'Brien, oh, O'Brien, yeah. No, it's all it's all good, but yeah. Um, well, guess what? It is it, it. Tim, Tim, Tiny, Lair, Weber. They either way, it's coming to Brooklyn. If if uh, you know, like I said, if 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 guys aren't healthy and, and other teams, but yeah, I mean, let's say it's been a beautiful partnership so far, um, between Harden, Kyrie, and KD. Obviously, we still haven't seen all three of them together too much yet. So I know, 
you know, there's still people that's waiting to kind of see how they all will right. mesh together. But um, I mean, it really is an OKC reunion outside of your boy Westbrook. Um, you know, it's Jeff Green's just just a little bit, just a little bit. Uh, but you know, uh, you know, Jeff Green's there. You know, Timothy uh, Luato uh, Karabits there, or they call him TLC. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, obviously, you know, KD's there. So, you know, this is, I mean, RJ Robinson was there for a little bit. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of old school OKC. So it's funny how, to me, before I get into my point about Brooklyn, it's funny to me how, you know, so many guys, or he, he was ready to get out of OKC, but there's so many guys that he played with is now back there with them. So that wasn't the case in, 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 in Golden State. That was, that was Steph's team. That was Clay's team. They just kind of built around him with Dollar and Livingston, but, you know, now that he's putting his team together, you know he's he's becoming he's, he's acting like Sam Presti and bringing his guys <laughs> over there to, to, to Brooklyn. Jeff just, just dude, he just ain't had a chance to show his word too. I've been sitting thinking about everything he's been doing mm-hmm. with money and value. If he want to go ahead and just say, say forget it and assemble a dominant team, he could. I don't know if he wants that, but man, this so man got so much stuff in his bag right now. So let, let's 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 call let's put that out there. Let's let's touch that real quick. He he's from Massachusetts. Oh, he's very small. He's a so he's right, no, so no, so I mean, no, that, that's, I mean, that's very well. <laughs> so he's from Massachusetts, right? So now, granted, we have our we have our fair share of people that ain't that ain't smart. So I'm a hell. I, I have my so I'm not as smart either. So let's 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 put, let's put let's put that out there. Let's be honest, right? But if if he became available and was just like, hey, Wick, oh, boy. <laughs> you know, um, you know how you feel about taking over. See ya. Like, see, see, <laughs> get, get, get your, get your ass on the bus or the train, whatever. And <laughs> head, head to Logan Airport and, and head back to Oregon where you're from and, and, and call, call it a day because that, that to me would be, that would be perfect because now you're in a big market. You don't have to worry about money as much. And then he, he, no one does cap gymnastics like, like Sam Presley. So Man, that, that to me would be, would be, would be awesome. But that, that was just my quick aside, my quick, you know, my quick escape from reality. Cause that's not going to happen no time soon, but I was just hoping that could happen. So I had to think about that and put, I had to admit, that's what we're doing now. We manifest things in 2021. I'm manifesting that he comes back home comes back to the Celtics organization and maybe brings you know Banner 18 19 20 and so on and so forth but <laughs> um, but, but but until then we're going to speak about reality and touch on the Brooklyn Nets um they're going to they're going to continue to do great things they 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 should run the table in the east there's no reason why they shouldn't um I'm not afraid of Milwaukee I'm not afraid of Philly um and I said there's no there's definitely no reason to be afraid of Boston uh, at, at at this moment, so I I just think that you know, um, barring any 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 injury, because you always have to say that um, there's no reason why they shouldn't be in the final, in the finals, and you know most likely you know winning the championship. Um, and I know you didn't want to touch on this part, but you know they just signed Blake Gl- Blake, yeah, Blake Griffin, obviously. Excuse me. Right. Oh yeah, they um, did. I did saw that. I did see that. I, I don't I don't understand the the hype like pe- people were really getting emotional online about this like i can't believe they signed blake griffin and i'm just like well i said a lot of y'all are part of the same crowd they got upset when the warriors signed boogie cousins and look how that turned out <laughs> like I, I just i don't understand why we think we still get hype off names and think that oh man because both they, of them guys they, they, they signed they, they signed they signed so so it's a wrap 
Really? But Brooklyn was gonna be fine with or without Blake Griffin. He he needs them. They don't need him. He needs them. Right. Like and I'm like, you know, my thing is now, are, is he going to accept a role off the bench? He's going to have to. I, I think that Jeff Green will get some of his minutes as a starter uh, before, um, you know, before Blake does. But it I mean, bench, they need bench play. I mean, honestly, Blake should be the type like, hey, don't win this championship. Do you not know you're playing with a team that you ain't got to worry about? Even though you were with Detroit, regardless how good or bad it were, you was like the main attraction in Detroit. So now you ain't got to see nobody's best defender on you anymore. Now you're going to get this easy matchup. Or coming off the bench, you don't have to play as many minutes no more. So your body should be durable enough to not have to play any more as many minutes. So that's what it is. I mean, I, my main man said, um, your co-host said Rashawn wasn't on the Nets bandwagon before Harden came on. The that's my before Harden came on. The that's my sports podcast. Only when <laughs> only one co-host was like for Brooklyn. And that was me. <laughs> yeah, I had James Harden. No, I no. I, he he was he's saying that because he's he's a Houston fan. But um, as as a, no, him being in Houston, no, I, I wasn't high on James Harden. Um, but putting him as the, as the third guy on that team, um, like I say, and, and don't don't worry, Aaron, I I got you. We'll talk about this on the show since you you're showing out right now. <laughs> but uh, no, it's, no, but no, um, no, I, he's right. I was I wasn't high on the Harden thing. But once again, you're putting him with that with that cast of characters. Like now. Um, I do think James should be leading them in the regular season because he, he he disappears come playoff time. So I, I, that's why that's why he wrote that because he, he knows I, I talk about James disappearing come playoff time. He does. He disappears. So now you got Kyrie and Katie. You ain't got to show up now. You, you can let them take you home now. He he can make a score of 15, 20 points. Keep passing the ball to them. But let let them go to work. He ain't so, got to do nothing. So so you were saying I, I already know. And my man, I, I like how he I like how he's on um, moving. So um <laughs> so I'm saying uh, he's he's real, he, he's gonna go ahead and let, let you know, let it know, like hey, no, that, that, that's cool. So, no, that's my guy. Yeah. Um <laughs> y'all, so y'all interviewed James Hall, he came onto y'all show? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no I, I, I trust me, I, I wish that that'd be awesome. No, no, he calls, didn't he? No, 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 yeah. No. <laughs> Right now, no, I'd be like, no, he's, he's the best player of all time. He's the goat. No, um, <laughs> no, no. He, he was saying I wasn't high on him, but what he was doing in Houston, but I, I wasn't, which is true because of some of the stuff that he was doing um, as he was leaving. I felt that he left in a terrible way, in a shady way. Um, mm. There's other ways to go about you wanting to right. leave. Um, so I wasn't a fan of that. But once again, if you're pairing him with. Um, you know, two of the best players of this generation. How how do you how can you not think it's going to work? You know what I'm saying? So that that to me, yeah. you're, you're you're being a hater. You don't know basketball if you think that that wasn't going, oh. you know, to 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 work. But um, now I didn't. Now this is what he's talking about too. So I'll just put it out there. I didn't okay. think they needed Harden. Honestly, I didn't think they did because I'm like, I didn't I didn't know that Levert was going to be had that injury or that cancer thing. They ended up right, trading right. him. I didn't know that Dinwiddie was going to go down. I was like, wait a minute, they have. I said with Dinwiddie and Levert coming off the bench, they have something that nobody in the league has. Like they have two guys that can get you twenty a night off the bench. You're right. good. You're good. And then you could just you could just flip flop Jared Allen and and DeAndre. But they right. chose they chose friendship with DeAndre over a guy that can really play oh, with because 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 yeah, Jared, yeah. Jared, Jared, Jared Allen is putting up numbers in Cleveland. And, and, and I'm just like, what's what's going on? That's the defense right there. I mean, honestly, right, exactly. But um, I I do think you know someone that and he's from Mount Vernon, but he's also played in Detroit. He's playing. He played in Cleveland. Um, Andre Drummond is coming. He's coming to Brooklyn too. 
It's coming. No question. It's, it's happening. It's coming. So I, I, don't, I don't know how it's going to happen, uh, but you can rest assured Andre Jumman will be a Brooklyn Net. It's coming. So I, I don't know how. Yeah, I mean, you know, and, 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 but then, you know, it's, it's the Braun Hive, oh, the oldest to be the guy who's 36. I said, yo, everything's not a, a, doesn't revolve around him, bro. Niggas is just trying to win. They, they want to win. It's okay. It's, right. okay, it's okay for another team to get as much talent as possible. It's okay. Right. It, 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 it is okay. So, once again, if, if Kawhi had joined a few years ago, it would have been okay. Uh, can you imagine Braun, Kawhi, and AD? Can you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> like, you want to talk about really not having – like, there, no one really would have had a shot. No one. Nobody no, no. at all. Nobody. Because they had everything they needed. You know, LeBron didn't have to be forced to score anymore. Um, Kawhi can play both sides. No, of the I mean Bron, Bron, Bron's going to get Bron's going to get twenty seven, six and seven and eight in the sleep. That that's just that's just what he, that's just what. And, he, and he, added Kawhi, you might you might take that up to about fourteen assists a game. Yep. No yeah. No. 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 That, that, that's real. That's real. That's real. So I mean, but I mean, like, and that's so. I mean, I know a lot of people. Uh, you know, people that are fans of LeBron are probably super happy that that never happened. Um, it was because it was shocking to me that he was just like. Out of all the players he could have played with, he did choose Paul George. I'm just like, I don't – I mean, not at this stage anyway. This is Indiana because, you know, people forget they could have played together because Indiana did draft him, and then they traded him to San Antonio for George Hill. And I was like – I said, wow. I said, damn. I said, y'all could have had the, the, the best two or three combination in the East for a while, and you right. traded him for George Hill. But I get it. Indiana needed a point guard at the time. So – he said, say, going say, the he said your boy say going late. They need a big man, and LeBron will court him. Yeah, I mean that's 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 possible. I mean, obviously, yeah, he's definitely an upgrade over Gasol. Um, but I I don't I don't to me he's an East Coast guy. Like I, I don't see him going to. I mean, granted, I don't know what LeBron would sell him on outside of just like you get to play with me, which is I mean, which is more than enough, obviously. But um, I Blake Blake is there, and I, and I don't know if they were cool in in Detroit at all. But if they were cool. Uh, for the couple years he was there, then I'm I'm pretty sure that you know Blake may say, "Hey, big fella, you know, won't you come on and join us over here in Brooklyn and let's 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 take down because there are some players that still want to take down LeBron James. Everyone I know everyone thinks that everybody's on his jock strap and everyone loves LeBron and you know he he's he's, he's, he's the he is know, the he, yeah, he's he's he is the guy. He's still the hunted. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's just like you know I I I think he should go to Brooklyn, but. I mean, to my to Aaron's point, like I, I I wouldn't be surprised if he uh if he went to the Lakers, but I, I think he goes to Brooklyn for sure. I do. With that being said, I'm gonna get my other sponsor in. At the Pure Technology kills ninety nine point nine nine percent in COVID in three minutes. Used by over thirty professional sports teams to help keep players safe, healthy, remove other viruses and bacteria from the air. Technology used in operating rooms to keep the air and surfaces clean. Made really available to the general public. One unit can protect up 3,000 square feet, perfect for gyms, indoor workout facilities, or just for homes, office, or business. They also have mobile units you can take with you to use it in a car or travel. No other company has this technology developed for the NASA Space Shuttle Program inducted into the Space Foundation Hall of Fame, made readily available to the general public at affordable prices. It can kill COVID-19, E. coli, strep throat, and many other viruses in the air or on surfaces. Also, clean, sanitize, and disinfect spaces. Protect your players, family, and friends by adding Active Pure technology to your products. For more information, contact 689-222-8900, 689-222-8900. Also, email them at usaasia at onlinetrade.gmail.com, usaasia at onlinetrade.gmail.com. Also, if you're interested in selling this product, 
You can contact the email and the telephone number and also use the promo code RAWMIND. That's right, RAWMIND, and you will get a 10% discount off this product. So one more thing before we go to the NFL real quick. Um, how do you feel about Draymond coming out talking about players getting traded? They don't have no rights. They have say-so. They have this. They have that. You know, certain players can sit out. Certain people get mad because you were just talking about right then. You didn't like how James Harden made that up. Not well. Hey, made a big deal out of that. You know, how do you how do you feel about that? And this is raw thoughts right here before we go into our NFL topic and go ahead and wrap up the um, show after that. Yeah, I, I mean, I I'm I'm usually not a fan of things that Draymond says or does. Um, I, yeah, I, I, but I, I do. What I yeah. No, but I, I do. Right, right. But I, I do. I did think he was spot on with what he said. Um, because he's right for the most part. I mean, I, I wouldn't have used the James Harden situation as that. Because once again, you you can't throw basketballs at teammates. You can't, you know, you you can't be seen, you know, giving out hundred thousand dollars to little baby on his birthday, giving out Rolex watches, honey buns, whatever you want to call it. Um, you you can't you can't do that type of stuff. It's a pandemic. You you not only made yourself, you not only put yourself at risk, but you put other people at risk. So that to me was the issue. Um, but his overall message to me was was fine. I I agreed with it. Like. Um, you do have to do, you do have to treat players better, but at the same time, this is just how it is at a job. You just happen to make more than us, Draymond. And, you know, the, the employee is, is not going to always have the final say. And right. maybe even in the yeah, NBA, yeah, yeah. there's only a few guys, cause people say, oh, well, you know, uh, we always joke about, well, you know, LeBron, the GM, LeBron, the coach, Le- if LeBron doesn't want to play, then it's not going to happen. He, he's not, he's not Adam Silver. He's not Genie Bus. And we can say all we want about how LeBron has all the power in the world. He's still a player. Right. And he's not an owner. Yeah, he's not an owner. So owner it's too. just like so you can you can say you say what you want about oh so and so got power and this and that's that's fine. And maybe certain names hold more weight. And I, I got you. But at the end of the day, you are an employee. Right. You're not signing the checks, you just cashing them. Right. And that's what I feel too. You know, like, so you know, got it, got to got it, got to got to got to go by, you got to abide by the rules. You just do. And that's what it is. It is what it is. That's what we, we I mean. We we live in that country and other countries. You know how it goes. If you're not the owner, if you're working for somebody, you got to go by what they say, whether we agree or disagree. If you want the check to keep coming, yeah, you're right. You know, some people do have some leverage because the only reason they have leverage is because of their natural ability. Because they're an asset, meaning like somebody like LeBron could put people in the stands, endorsers, a lot of stuff that comes with it brings money to the organization. But that still doesn't mean that he has the right to to navigate what happens. Now, logically, our owner would probably say, you know, well, he's very valuable to us. And, yeah, we need him. So, yeah, I can kind of listen. But that doesn't mean that life don't go on if he's done. You know, and I, I get that. Exactly. You know, with regular jobs, you know, we can't go out if we go. If somebody has, for me, this is what I do. So this is my this is my bread and butter. This is my baby, my podcast. So I'm fortunate enough to be in my own business, doing my own thing without working for anyone. So with that being said, what I'm saying is like, you know, uh, anybody else can't go to a regular job and say, I'm I'm the man, blah, blah, blah. Okay, you're just a number. Shoot, my mom been working at a job at Pfizer for almost 25, close to 30 years. If father say, you know, we'll give you the service pay and let you go, they're going to let her go. Ain't that she can say? She, I mean, she's aware that she's not the person to say, I run this. I've been this. I hate when people, when I used to work at jobs, when I did have jobs back in the day or when I had a job a while back, people like, this is my, my own roller. This is my shovel. Or I'm just giving an example of saying, I ain't never say that. So, you know, because I work for, you know, local government at times. So people, you know, we had asphalt stuff. This is my thing. I used to use the asphalt. Or this one, if I'm driving the truck, you know, this is my truck. 
No, you you yo, right. you got messed up. Yeah, your truck, you just driving and they leasing it to you, but then they let you use it to work. Right. When they find you, that truck ain't going with you. You need to stop. Right, 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 right. Exactly. Just, I know everybody don't got it, but certain things you just cannot say. This my thing. This my thing, or whatever. If it's your name, if it's something they gave you, fine. But if it's like something like equipment stuff like that, people do that. Like I, I don't get that. So what I'm saying is like you know, new guys make millions of dollars. So. A lot of those owners will probably say you make better than the regular employee in everyday life in America, you know, so you still living good. If you were to retire today, you'll be set for life. If you're using your money correctly, you won't have to worry about none of the, the stuff you got. Guys like Draymond who get them big contracts and stuff like that. Now, if you want them guys like Carson Edwards, who just got to pretty much hope he stay on the roster, that's different. But people like, you know, him, Steph, Dane, Westbrook, Bill, guys like that, if they use their money correctly, and, and save that money. If they would just give up basketball today, <clears throat> they'll be safe for the rest of their life. And, you know, they don't have to worry about, you know, going to work for anybody ever. You know, they can create their own business and stuff. So that's different. So they also give you an opportunity where they're feeding something so you can take this and plenty everywhere. A lot of people always get in those sports um, um, pictures and just think about the sport. Never think about future after the sport. And that's what my guy, you know, from my town, my hometown is Tarver, North Carolina. So Ty Gurley is from my town and yeah, um, two two five two. I I know I, I got a homie out there, my boy TJ from out there. That's my right hand man, TJ Harrell. TJ yeah. Harrell, Harrell the Bible. That's my right hand man. What's up, TJ? What's up, dog? <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 boy, that's my guy. Boy, me and TJ got some stories. Yeah. Like, what, <laughs> what's my guy, boy? Yeah, we, 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 ain't, we ain't gonna tell nothing on air. We ain't gonna do- <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, like on that level, like you know, we we get it, and guys gotta understand, like this is what you signed up for. Yeah, you can voice your opinion, but also know you better have a rope on your opinion when you're not the owner. When you're not the owner, at the end of the day, no matter what you're doing, it ain't what you say. Yeah, you hope the owners will make the right decision, do right, but that's how it goes. With that being said, let's go to the NFL, man. We got QB Carousel, J.J. Watt, not J.J. Watt, um, Deshaun Watson, you know, Jimmy G might be on the, on the bubble, might be coming back to, to your state. They say, I don't know if that's true or not. Um, who else we got? Uh, they even talking about Hustle Russell. You know, Russell Wilson, um, you know, Sam Donald, you know, Carson Wentz got the job. And, and um, Indianapolis. So now I'm looking at it like, how do you feel about these guys just wanting out? You know, some of these guys. I, I'll let you hit the floor first. Uh it's it's understandable. Um, and I, I get I get those that feel that they shouldn't have signed big deals before looking to leave. Um, maybe just saying maybe asking just to get franchise so you're on a one year deal and then uh possibly leaving. But, you know, obviously, you know, um I mean it wasn't like Matt Stafford was asking him to get traded. They just wanted they ended up getting rid of him. Mm-hmm. Um, they traded him to to LA for a lot. I didn't think they was going to get that much from him, but they did. Um, so you know they traded him for Jared Goff. But uh, as far as Deshaun Watson, I know people, and it's funny, right? We have a different mentality with NBA players as opposed to NFL players, right? And, and NBA is like, man, if someone's want to move, get him out of here. Let, let 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 him go. Let him trade. Like eighty eighty still had two years on his deal. Now get him to LA. He wants to play with Braun. He wants to play with our guy. He wants to play with my guy LeBron. He he has to leave. He got let him go. Let him. You know. It's just like really, but. When Deshaun Watson wants to go or another player wants to go, now it's like, wait a minute. You're supposed to be loyal to the team. Really? 
But you, you, you the same guy that was that was okay with with LeBron or Draymond or whoever saying they want to trade. But now, now that Deshaun Watson saying that a year into a new deal, now you got a problem yeah. with that. I was right. like, oh, you act like the NFL owners. You think you own these? These well, these N words. You know, you think you own these dudes? Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like that. That's what it is. Like we have it's, it's, it's amazing to me how different our mentality is with the NFL. So um, I don't have an issue with it, but you know, just to you know to to give my answer. But I mean, like I said, I I, I get it. Um, I I understand wanting to honor a contract, especially when you've gotten that much money. Um, <laughs> like imagine Patrick Mahomes saying, "I want to trade." It's like, bro, they just gave you half a bill. <laughs> like you. Yeah. Own- like, like you own you own the I city. I think that's the only thing yep. that's confused or uh, exempt. Like him asking for a trade is like, nah, you know that's too much. Yeah, you, I mean, but some, but that's how some feel about the Sean. It's like, wait a minute, you you the second highest. You right behind yeah. Mahomes. Well, far as far as what he makes a year, not not total value, but I'm um, just like, wait a minute, you you making this much? You talk about you you want out of here? And you know, JJ Watt said it best, right? Because I know we're gonna get into that too uh, briefly, but he's like, he said, man, I'm, I'm sorry, we wasted one of your years. You know, um, but speaking of Deshaun Watson, you know, guys, are you in Carolina? And I'm sure, you know, some that will listen to this are, are you know, Panthers fans. You know, I, I know, I know NASCAR come first out there. I know I heard, you know, oh, man, not for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out, shout out, shout out to Bubba Wallace. But yeah, I, I know NASCAR comes first and then everything is basically secondary. But, um, well, I know, I, I know you were not his fan, so I know you ain't in Carolina. You. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a diehard Niners fan, raw thoughts, man, because I've been like that all my life. My family are Cowboys fans, man. So, oh, oh okay, okay, got you. When I was a little kid, like my mom said, she used to see me chant for those guys. She was like, I ain't even gonna make you do that. You know, most people are like, no, you can go where we go with. No, she right. didn't. So, I stayed with it, and no matter what. And TJ Harrell, I'll tell you to this day, he said, he always tell everybody, he let everybody know. Man, Ryan Jones, the only one I know is a true 49ers fan. He said because he he stuck with him through the good, the bad, the ugly. Always been like that all my life, high school years, growing up, kids. So, yeah, that's me, man. So, people love NASCAR down here. I mean, well, the other side of the state, dude. You know, my side of the state. I ain't saying it's a bad sport. I ain't got nothing against it. Right. It's just something that you I, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Well, I, I say that to say if that offer on the table was – Christian McCaffrey and three first rounders, they need to bring him to CLT immediately. Oh, absolutely. I'm telling you now. Bring, he'll him, to he'll bring, be, he'll be bring, bring him for the CIAA, all that. Bring him, bring him, bring him all down. Come come on down, Deshaun right. Watson. For Christian McCaffrey and three first rounders and a heartbeat. And a heartbeat. Yeah, he's already getting traded. The thing is, and then, you know, and I could go get Teddy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, yeah, we need somebody. Look, uh, Jimmy say hurt. I'll be honest, man, like he ain't durable. If he was durable, cool, but you can't depend on somebody who always well, hurt. When, when, he was, that. when he was durable, y'all went to the Super Bowl. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just right. saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so, I'm saying, like, he, he was, that's the truth. Like, he was durable, but the thing is, like, it's the scariest thing is that, like, the situation, I'm going to tell you now, when it comes to trades and, and a player being mad, that's the most unbalanced situation. An owner saying, I gave you this, but at the same time, he may say, I don't want to trade you. You're going to be here. But you also have a player that may forget it and be crazy or whatever. Not not everybody would probably say, I just sit out. I don't care if I lose some money. And then now you have that situation. You got a player here that's on the books. They may say, I ain't coming to practice. I don't care if I lose no money. He ain't getting locked up. 
So he done made millions. He already made some millions, but he may say, you know, I don't want to be here. So I might just sit out. You probably say, man, yeah, you going to sit out all the millions? That's what we typical people would do. The average person would say that. But that's how the leverage actually, that's how the players actually win. Because they don't even show up. They don't mind losing the money. The owner may get his money back, but at the same time, the owner, and I know the owner can still say, well, if you want to sit out, fine. But it also causes a cancer in the locker room. Because the locker room will say, well, is he going to show up? Who can be the quarterback this week? What if this guy get hurt? What if this guy get hurt? Now you got all these changes, not amongst you got this star player here, but now you got the whole team like, man, what is going on week to week? So it's really messing up the balance of the team because the team may say, okay, if it's just a second string quarterback, it's going to be our quarterback the whole year. Cool. But it may be he get hurt, this person get hurt, whatever get hurt. Now you're trying to find another quarterback. You already got a quarterback on the books. So now you don't have no money for that. So now it's almost like the owner, like the guy don't want to be here. Let's get him off the books. Let somebody else deal with this shenanigans. And we could go back in peace and get our money back. So that's what makes it so unbalanced and stuff like that. Now, back to Jimmy's situation as a GM for John Lynch. It's tough, man, because, like, you want him so bad. Like, the first year he got there, they gave him the money. The next year, he tore his ACL. The next year, we go to the Super Bowl. Last, this year, he was hurt the whole year. It's almost like, do you risk it or do you don't? You pray that he don't be hurt, do you don't? But he has a history of it. So As it soon as he got there, y'all started winning. I mean, we did. I, I say that, but see, I get what so you're saying. So, so let's once again, and I'm biased because I, I I say yo, he came from New England. I like Jimmy G. I felt that we had our we had our. Y'all can get him so, back. So, all thoughts. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, we had we had, and I said I say this all the time. We had our Steve Young to our Joe Montana. We had it. Mm. We had it. Brady was our Brady was our Montana. Jimmy G was our Steve Young. We had it. We we had him. And we let him go for a second. And I mean, I, I was I was pissed at the time, but you know, I'll give you give you a, a inside scoop here. So I won't say the player's name, but when I, when I was teaching in Miami, there was a player who played on the team uh, on the Patriots team that lost to Philadelphia in the Super Bowl back in 2018. And you know, he he mentioned to me. He said, "Man, he said, uh, I, I said, I said, you know, I said, I know you can't probably get into it too much because you know, uh, locker room stuff, but." I was I said, yo, what really went down with you know with Jimmy G and, 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 and Brady? Like was it was it toxic? He was like, Man, hell yeah. Brady walked into the office and said, It's him or me. Dang. So right. So <laughs> came in so Brady came in there and was like, Is it him or me? So you, you, you decide. What saying, Bill Belichick already had in his mind like I'm preparing Jimmy. No, Jimmy. no, Brady, yeah, Brady, no, I'm saying, yeah. So, yeah, Brady came into he came into Rob Kraft's office, right? And so Bob Kraft's office was the owner. It says, is, is it him and me? And basically, after literally maybe a week after that, you hear, dun na na The New England Patriots have traded Jimmy Garoppolo to the San Francisco uh, for uh, a second round pick. And I was like, I'm like, wow. Wow. So that's what like, Bill wanted. That's what Bill trying to get him back. Bill wanted Jimmy Jones. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's hell yeah, hell yeah. He won, yeah, so, he, I, I, that was. But the ownership was like, we've been winning with Tom. He right. has earned and, the respect to ride it out until he decides. Right. Right. I don't even want to come back. That's the crazy thing. Is like, he wins Super Bowl, he don't want to come back, which is cool. But he also says, he gets you. The thing that gets me with this situation, he gets rid of y'all future. And y'all don't y'all don't do that last year. Then he leaves. Then he went to Super Bowl another team. But make sure y'all didn't have y'all future right there in the in the um in the locker room. You, you know what I mean? As as a as a fan, I was pissed. But then there's a part of me that because I love Brady, I was like, you know that like like that Dwayne Wade meme. I'm like, I, I I love it. I love it because 
you see to me i'm i'm when one guy does so much for a city for a sports like i'm loyal to that guy so like i'm a red sox fan Right. David Ortiz could have played till he was forty-five. You know why? Because he he dethroned the Yankees. Once right. you do that, and and and, and hey, we're not gonna be talking about the Yankees on this show. So I'm gonna let you know. Hey, hey I, we, we, I, I could I come back and do do another show. Not, not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could come back. We talk about that. Um, but you know when David Ortiz, when you know he to me to and I, I and I I can argue this. David Ortiz is more loved in this in this city than Tom Brady is. To be honest. Oh wow. Yeah, and people don't think that because, well, you know, he won the six championships. But I'm like, a politician or a mayor or something like that. Who, David Ortiz? Was he something? I'm trying to figure. Did he run for something? No, I, I don't think he ran for anything. No. Um, yeah, not, yeah, not yeah, not Ortiz, but yeah. So it, it was like you know, it's 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 crazy. But once once you win in this city, you become legendary. And Tom won. You know, six, and Tom won. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you know what I'm saying? So after he won the first couple, he was he was already legendary. But it's like, yo, like. You, you, I mean, granted, it was the right move at the time, right? They went to three straight Super Bowls after that trade. What the three? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you went, oh, no, I'm sorry, they went in the midst of going to three the Atlanta Super Bowl, Philadelphia, and then they beat they beat the Rams. So you it's think, just like, by the fact you know? the 49ers went to the Super Bowl right before they went back, before he went with Tampa Bay. Do you think that stuck in his head? Like, yo, Jimmy then went to a, a Super Bowl. Do you think that played a part in, in, um, and um, Tom Brady's mind, like, I got to get up out of here. Because, like, yo, J- um, Jimmy G just went to San Francisco. And and we all know the San Francisco 49 defense was elite. But did it make him say, like, yo, Jimmy is going to a Super Bowl? So, I, I, yeah. think, I, think, I think a part of it, because, you know, he's from out there. I think a part of him is like, well, y'all was cool with Jimmy, but wouldn't want me to be the quarterback? Like, I'm, this, 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 I'm from the crib. I'm from here. I'm from the West Coast. Yeah, I, I was there at Candlestick when 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 Joe Montana yeah. threw the, you know, threw the uh, threw the Clark, threw the Dwight Clark in the end zone. I was there, and you don't you don't want me to be the to be the guy, or you don't think right. I can be the guy. Um, I mean, I, I, but I mean, and that might be more of a personal thing, but I, I don't think that part was in his head because he was still with New England when that happened. But right, I, right. I, I, don't, I don't think that that was in his mind. Um, but I, I I did have feelings that after he left, after they lost to Tennessee last year, I was like. He's he's gone. And Fem's yeah, like, like, no, no way, he's, he's not out of here. I'm like, no, nah, he's 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 gone. And I thought he was going to Tennessee. I didn't think he was going to Tampa Bay. I thought he was going to play for Mike Vrabel down in Tennessee. Mm. So you know what? And Tampa Bay, but Tampa Bay had all them offensive weapons. I ain't gonna lie, man. Like it's probably the best core he had ever since he was playing football outside of you know having the random most year that he had. But man, that core he had down there, they stayed healthy like the entire year. That was a good core. Mike Williams, the two tight ends. You got running backs, three running backs, Jones and Fournette, and another guy that you got, um, AB and those guys. So I figured that was going to happen. So I, it, it wasn't a shot, but I do get it. Only thing with Jimmy G, man, is like, do you keep him on the roster, keep paying? But the thing is, like, it, it's something that you can't stop injuries. He has a history of it. He got hurt in New England. And I'm thinking, like, they were saying, like, maybe he'll get over it. I like him as a quarterback because I always say in my line of Jimmy G, I trust. But all my 49 fans said he could kick rocks and so you know what? I'm like, you can't help that a guy get injured. But that's the problem. Like you getting, you got injured, and it's not his fault. But you're still paying him, so it puts the the, the organization between a rock and a hard place. Like we paying him, he may get hurt. Now we got these sorry backups. They're like, there's really can't hold it. We are literally six. I mean, six and twenty three with Jimmy G. Well, so now let, let, we got another quarterback just because he get hurt. Let, let me let me get let me get real for a second. Let me go color purple. Until you do right by me. 
They ain't did it right by number seven. Ain't done work since. We don't have to go all the way deep in there because I'm like, you know, we, I know we towards the end of the show. We yeah. could go probably another hour on that, but right. until you do right, they didn't do right by number seven. And once again, in his, in his final mean, season, when you throw 16 touchdowns to four picks and you can't get the job. Right. But I knew, but I'm going to tell you, man, I knew once it was like the organization. I'm going to tell you, the 49ers organization is so cool when it comes to anything. Now, the thing with Jed York, he's the one running the show now. He's the owner, but he's a part of the, the Deepartolos. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing with him is that he's the type of guy, like when John, Jim Harbaugh was there, when they let go of Jim Harbaugh, he was listening to Trent Balky. Trent Balky ain't even there now. So, like, he was just – he could save you a lot of money, but he just he's terrible when it comes to options of picking players. Mm-hmm. So – him and Jim Harbaugh had a bad problem. Regardless of what Jim Harbaugh was doing in Michigan, I think Jim Harbaugh, was, Jim Harbaugh is a good NFL coach. He just – you got to let Jim Harbaugh be himself. Trent Balky wasn't let him do that. So now with Jay York, Jay York the type, the craziest thing that hits me, though, is that what really shocked me with the 49ers is that they give you all the release in the world. We even had women coaches and anything like that. And trust me, if a coach wanted to cap it on the 49ers, 49ers would do that. This is the thing that people don't even know. Now – the 49ers had great had four four winning seasons except the last year with Jim Harbaugh. They was eight and eight. They went to three NFC championships with Jim Harbaugh, but they go eight and eight one year. They say it's time to get rid of him. And I'm like, how do you get rid of a guy who take you to three straight NFC championships? We had a lot of injuries that year when we went eight and eight. So I'm like, that wasn't the time to get rid of a player like I mean a coach like Jim Harbaugh. But they did it, and then we went from sugar to you know what we had. <laughs> Jim Tarsula, then we had Chip Kelly. Now, they still had Kaepernick on the roster. The thing is, the last year of his contract, the, I think this was the thing that messed him up, but I think Kaepernick was trying to see where everything was going. So he opted out of his last year of his contract. He should have stayed in it. They would have had to keep him or release him or pay him. So what it was is that I know this about Jerry York. Jerry York is a guy, Um, he's a guy that, let me see, because I'm out here messing with my Bluetooth and it's raw thoughts. I'm not going ahead and um cut it off real quick because I don't know what they got going. I'll turn it off. Anyway, because I keep hearing it on the phone. So uh anyway, so Jerry York, the type of guy, man, who lets his coaches do everything. You can do whatever you want to do, win, whatever. You win, whatever you're gonna do. I'm gonna go with you. When you lose, you're mine. Do whatever you want to do. You can change the you can change the whole system coaches if you in the gym can't click i'll give you that leeway but then that's how they did after they got rid of um jim harbaugh now i knew once kyle shanahan became the the court um the coach Kaepernick is was not his style of quarterback he never really liked um rg3 in, in washington that was a uh, daniel snyder saying look we're gonna pick a regards their quarterback was kirk cousins so i knew right then it wasn't jay york and them doing that and bad it was more like jay york just saying like you know, I'm going to let my coaches run it. So that was more of a Kyle Shanahan trying to find his particular quarterback. Just like Jim Harbaugh brought in, capping it, and it was a particular quarterback. The organization has done tremendously well when it came to hiring right people, going right about this racism stuff. I know that a lot. Even with the Super Bowl, they've done things right. He's just a guy who let his coaches run it. And, and right now, you know, they had a good defense. Jim Lynch created a good defense. They had some players on defense. Jimmy G fit the style. But if Jimmy G ain't healthy, man, and it's like you said, karma is karma. I still feel like, though, Kaepernick should still be there. But I also knew, like, once Kyle Shanahan came in there, to myself, before anything came out, I said, oh, Kaepernick done. 
I'm saying Kaepernick did not because of what he's doing and protesting with the police brutality and social injustice. I'm saying, man, Kyle Shanahan gonna bring in some of these sorry pocket quarterbacks. I already knew because that's his style. His daddy, they all ran that West Coast offense. They want a quarterback who can stay in there and make those tough throws. But only thing I hate about Kyle Shanahan, he made some 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 risky decisions and some bad decisions on the backups behind Jimmy G, like Mullins and C.J. Beathard. You know, the quarterback he wants. He got Josh Rosen there. Josh Rosen, everybody say he's bad, but I think we got some hope with him as a good backup just in case Jim G hurt. Me personally, keep Jimmy G. Get two good backup quarterbacks just in case he get hurt, and let's ride it out with it. Not these anybody's what we've been riding with, and I think that's been the problem. The defense still been doing their job, but you had a quarterback that can't either manage the game or keep us in, in range of winning it. That's been the problem with these backups, man, and I just feel bad about that. But before we go ahead and go, man, J.J. Watt, Arizona, and I'm going to let you answer these. J.J. Watt, Arizona, how do you like it, yes or no? You can say yes or no with that. And do Tampa Bay repeat? Does Kansas City go back? Yes or no, J.J. Watt in Arizona. So, J.J. Uh, Watt, Watt, excuse me, uh, love, love the move. Love the move. Um, I know people thought some people thought he was wasting the time, but love the move. Uh, as far as Tampa Bay repeating, I'm not sure if they repeat, but I do think they get back to the Super Bowl. Um, and actually, I, I think we get a, I think we get a rematch of what we saw this year. I think Tampa Bay and Kansas City bring it back, uh, or they they both run it back. Even I know Bruce Arians was throwing shade on that term. Uh, he was like, he said, "I'm going for two. Okay, well, I think Tampa finds a way to go for two, and uh, Kansas City looks to run it back uh, next year. So I think we get a rematch. Um, I like I like the move from um, from JJ Watt. And yeah, so I'm like, it should be exciting next season. For sure. And I'm gonna get one more conclusion out of this show, maybe two, three minutes on this, and we'll wrap it up. Ray Rashawn Buchanan of That's My Sports, WWE wrestler. How do you feel? What do you feel about the projections of where it's going now? And do you like what they're doing now? Or it's like, man, look, man, we gotta find something else. This ain't it. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, I may have to come back to do another another yeah, show on, on on this because um yeah two or three minutes won't do it justice but um i'm definitely a fan of the wwe product um obviously everything is not always going to go the way that you want to go as a fan um mm -hmm. i was pleased with the royal rumble i know you wasn't because you know you talked about my guy edge you, you was mad about him winning or whatever not mad but, but you was you i'm, not, I'm not even really mad with i, I say that i mean i'm not even mad with his cop what i was saying is I, I think you probably saw it too yeah. i predicted it one of these guys some of some that's not gonna work. I'm like, look, man, they're not bringing Edge back, and he's an older wrestler. He ain't been wrestling for years just to be one of those. Hey, I'm here. Here I'm going. You think about every wrestler they brought back. Brock Lesnar won the title. Goldberg came back, won the title. I really feel like Edge gonna win the title for a little bit. He may not wrestle as much. He might do like a Ed, uh, a Brock Lesnar thing. Like, hey, bring him on the show, pay per view. You want to see him wrestle for five, ten minutes? Then you'll see him. Then he's he's not gonna be a spot guy like. He that match he did with Randy Orton last year at WrestleMania went like 35, 40 minutes. He could still go. So right, he, right. He, he, he's still he's still a main event guy in my opinion. So I was I was happy to see him win. Um, I was even happy to see. Um, and I'm being kind of funny when I said this, but my girl, my I was like I, I say I say my wife like she married to me, but she's married to Montez Ford. But Bianca Belair is yeah. phenomenal. She is great. Right. Um. Like she, it. yeah, she, she's, she's awesome. And she, but she says she's the EST. Like she really is like the greatest, the quickest, the toughest, the baddest. Like she is a problem. Like, so I, I am, right, I am, right, right. I'm a big fan of, um, 
of, of Bianca Belair. So I, I can't wait to see the match against her and Sasha Banks at WrestleMania. I was good. I was gonna go. I was gonna go to Tampa, but I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna chill. I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna let these vaccines and COVID. I'm gonna let the stuff kind of subside and let right. folks get healthier. Let me get healthier, of course, because I need, I'm not completely healthy right now. But I will be there in Dallas next year. So I'm, I'm yeah. putting it in the atmosphere. I will be there in Dallas at, at Jerry World. I, I will be there for sure. So um, I can't wait. But no, but overall, I'm happy with the product. Um, I love the run that Roman Reigns is on right now. I think that Roman Reigns. I like um, how he is as the heel. Yeah, I like him yeah, as the heel. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah he's, he's easily in the best run of his career. Um. And this is what fans have been wanting. It's like, look, you're forcing him down down our throat as a baby face. No, let him be himself. And now that he's being himself, he's like, yo, I'm yeah. I'm I am not a guy. I'm the guy. I'm the head of the table. I'm the I'm the tribal chief or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's awesome. I do hope. I'm, I'm looking forward to the match. I think in a couple of weeks between him and um Daniel Bryan again, that should be pretty good because they always put together good matches. Oh, you know, so um. So yeah, so like I said, overall good with the product. Uh, it was crazy. I don't know if you follow AEW at all. Uh, you know, I'm starting to get into it now. Yeah, well, Christian, who you know, um, obviously was in WWE forever, just signed with AEW yesterday. It was on their pay per view A A A E U AEW, um, Revolution. So that 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 was crazy. Um, so I, I got to get into that too. I, I it was dope to see Shaq. It was up to see him take a spot from Cody Rose like, the other like, night. Like back in the day when WCW used to bring all them NBA players like Dennis right. Yeah, but that's that's what I figured AEW was yeah. going to be, right? Because AEW, even even if they do become really successful, they're not going to – like WWE is so well-oiled. They're a well-oiled machine. Like they've been around forever. So, right. you know, um, Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, the bad guy, however, however you know him as, yeah. you know, he, he talked about – he said WCW is a television company that – Produces wrestling, he said. WWE is a wrestling company that produces television. television. So it's like that. That's that's just how it is. So, um, and and it still holds true in my opinion. But like I said, um, I love what I'm seeing from wrestling right now. Even Impact got some good stuff going on right now too with their their collaboration with AEW. So, uh, wrestling's in a good place, man. Hopefully, you know, we get to a point where we get some fans back in the building too. Right, and I do believe that, and I think like I see what Vince and the guys are doing. They're starting to put our culture because most of the time, for years and years, it's always been somebody of a different ethnicity that's been like the champion. Now you're seeing more of us during this pandemic. I see the, the writing on the wall where they got Bobby Lashley. He got the title. Yeah, Roman, you guys like that. Now I'm gonna say this is one guy I do want to see come back, but I don't know if he's coming back. And I'm gonna let you guess. If you're a wrestling fan, I'm pretty sure you know it's one guy that still I feel like still got it. He really went out too early or the WWE really didn't like him. So I'm gonna let you guess what I'm talking about who I really want to see. And it's raw thoughts with him. I'm I'm I'm, I'm like I'm I'm trying I'm trying to think who who you speaking about right the who um one guy that's always been raw thoughts and I don't think they it won't even the fact that he wanted to leave they kind oh, of oh of course he 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 is still the best in the world C M ah! Punk. Yes. 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 It's, 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 it's clobbering time, baby. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. The cult yeah, the cult of personality. That's right. Yeah, man. Oh yeah. I, I would I would love him to come back. Absolutely. When when he when he came back for WWE backstage on FS1. Because mm-hmm. like, because no one knew that he was there. Like, even the people that was on the show didn't know. Well, I, I think it was a work, but that's whatever. But they claimed they didn't know that he was there. And like, Renee Young was like, "Yeah, we have a special guest before we go." Da da da. And you hear, you hear the Living Color theme, and I was like, 
I'm like, is that CM Punk? Like, I'm like, I, I fell off my chair because I was like, yo, like, that's crazy. Like, I can't believe that he was yeah. actually back on a WWE show. So, um, it's gonna take a lot for him to come back, though, a lot because he's gonna have to. He's I, gonna, he got uh, he got some real life heat with Vince. He got real life heat with Triple H. So they're gonna have to really they're gonna have to really talk about real life real life heat. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, so we, we're gonna see, and 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 if he does come back, you gotta put him back in the main event status right away. Like him and AJ Styles right away. That's that's what I want to see. CM Punk, AJ Styles, make it happen, Vince. That that would be awesome. Who would I want to see? I, I feel like only thing I really want to see right now at this moment, which I know it'll come, is it's two things. Somebody with CM Punk, but uh, I really um somebody I'm a sneaky guy. He always been my favorite wrestler, but I feel like he's gonna break the title break. And he, when it's time for him to retire, he's gonna break Ric Flair's record. That's Randy Orton. I thought Triple H was gonna do it. He's gonna break all those records. Randy Orton is gonna get that title and break that record. And from there, he probably just gonna hang it up. But um, he's been around. I, I just don't like how they doing these little side stories with him and the girl, Alexis Bay. I'm like, yo, they just they just killing time with him because they want to just keep him around. He, he was he was phenomenal last year though. He was great last yeah. year. The the stuff for, the stuff he did with Edge and when he yeah. <clears throat> when he RKO'd but Phoenix, like I mean, he he had a really great run last year. So I mean, maybe yeah. he's at a point where they just want to say, hey, you know, we'll do something different. Um, I do like the story with him and, and Bray Wyatt, but it's oh the Fiend. Um, yeah. But I feel like I mean, we saw this at WrestleMania a couple of years ago. Like I was there, I, I was there for that match they did. It was like they, they don't put. It's a good storyline, but they don't put on great matches. Those two, like they, right, 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 they don't, right, they don't work well. Even though Randy is great in the ring, he's phenomenal in the ring. But he, he does. They don't put together great matches, in my opinion. Great storylines, great promos, but not, not, not good. They don't, they don't make good, um, good magic in the ring. You're right, and I don't like. That's the pair I don't like, and it's like they just keeping him there for this story until it's time for him. So okay, Randy, time for you to get back into the title run. We're gonna put you here. And he's still like there and he's around so people still watch because like they just it's just that respect he has and plus triple h he was under rick flair like these guys in evolution so these guys pretty much say he's the last one left you know batista is all in the in the movie world so like he is the guy they were and he was very young then in that group so it's almost like they're molding him to what he is now absolutely like, absolutely you know, but, you know it's all about ratings you know drew mcintyre deserted for now but I can see him being the Raw champion because I think Raw would get more ratings with him as champion. Like Drew McIntyre's cool. I don't see. Well, oh, I I, I, I love I love what he did. I love what he did last year. He was great in my opinion. Yeah. So I think he should get another shot at some point for sure. Um, yeah, you know. So I, I think yeah, I think he 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 was great. Um, and I said not too many people could have held the title like that during this era. You know, during this time. You know, right. to me, it's, it, this is probably harder to do when there's nobody around. Right. Um, no fan reaction to kind of see, okay, well, what can I do next? What should I do next? Right. So, um, love him. Love, love what Sasha Banks is doing. Love Bailey. I'm, I'm ready for my, my girl, Becky Lynch to come back. I love Becky Lynch. Um, yeah. so hopefully she's able to come back. So she's doing well with the, with the new baby. So yeah. Um, hoping to see my guy, Seth Rollins get back on top too. Love Seth Rollins. Yeah. Love it. You know, I was so yeah. glad they brought his old theme back. In a journey though, cause he got to deal with it longer. Uh, you're right. He will get on top, but for me. As long as Roman Reigns is the tribal chief, he might won't see it no time soon. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's true. That's true. That's true. So we'll, but, we'll uh, see what happens. But yeah, man, go to plug in everything that can find you on, man. And we about to wrap up this show of Raw Mind Sports. This was amazing. And by the way, we we set record times on Raw Mind Sports today because it's probably the longest show I ever done ever <laughs> in three years. On yes. Raw Mind Sports. 
Yeah, no, I, I mean it's it's, it's cool. Like so I, you know, I'm I'm here I'm here to break records of, of, on my own. So this 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 is great. This is awesome, man. It's been awesome. But no, so uh, yeah, so as I said at the beginning, I'm, I'm Rayshawn Buchanan. So I'm I'm on two different shows. So uh, one of them is called Missing the Point. So you can find this. Uh, we have our website, which is www mtpshow.com um it's missing a point on instagram it's also missing a point on facebook and it's mtp uh show i think on on twitter if i'm saying that wrong then forgive me but i know the other two are right and then on that's my sports uh it's literally that's my sports on that's my sports podcast on facebook it's tms podcast on instagram and then underscore tms podcast on Twitter. So we are everywhere you can find. So we're on Apple, Spotify, and you know, basically everywhere that you find your podcast. And I said, more importantly, I just appreciate, you know, you having me on the show, man. And I can't wait to have you uh, on, on the show as well, man. This, 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 this was great. This was awesome. I'm just honored, man. With that being said, you guys have a great day, great night, great morning for the world, whatever your time you're listening to. Raw thoughts with Rashawn. You can't.